Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio Network, brought to you by blogtalkradio.com. Come. Culture Freedom Radio is most definitely in this house. And if you would like to find out how you can listen to Culture Freedom Radio on the very distributing apps such as iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, and we are also and on Pandora. Oh, yes, we are on Pandora. Culture Freedom Radio is told y'all we up in this house. And if you would like to reach out to us, reach out to us and you can leave us an email. If you would like to send us uh, your comments or anything you would like to do, address a, a, a topic that we have talked about right here on one of our shows and episodes. And you can email us at culturefreedom.org at gmail.com. One more time, that is culturefreedom dot org at gmail dot com and that is the way to get in touch with us right there man through our emails because now I, we have uh discontinued uh our um following or being on Twitter and Facebook. So we no longer can catch us right there on Twitter or Facebook or spy book as I would like to say it. So that's the way that's the way you can contact us if you would like have any questions or something you would like to address with us uh or share with us. You can send it through our email one more time at culture freedom all right, 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 up in this house, up in this house, indeed. Hey, man, I got to correct some of that right there. That is an old intro. That is an old intro right there. Um, well, how you can stay connected with us before I get into it, it's just what I want to correct. Now, we are back on Facebook. I do have the Facebook back up and running. Yeah, so you can find us right there and connect with us right there on Facebook. I used to, y'all know, I call it the spy book. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, you can find us right there back on culture, uh, on Facebook at Culture Freedom on two, two things, right? You can find us right there on the business page at Culture Freedom Radio Network on Facebook. And also, you can follow me right there on Facebook and link up with me on Facebook at Sunray. Yes, brother Sunray. I don't have the nine in there. I didn't put the nine in there. So that's Sunray. Y'all know it. S-U-N-R-E. Yes, that's Sunray. So y'all can find me right there on those two pages on Facebook and also right there on Twitter, which I like to call the little Tweety Bird site. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh man, most definitely in this house right here. On this fantastic Friday night, man, fantastic Friday night, and we're about to take a fantastic voyage with some information out there, and the, y'all ready, man? Y'all ready to get into it? And I have to say right here tonight, hey, man, I'm hosting a lot. I'm hosting back live right here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, yes, most definitely, indeed, I'm hosting back here live on Blog Talk Radio. And what I'm going to do, I'm still going to do the talk show. Talk, I mean, damn, blah, 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 the entire tongue, y'all. Slow it down, Sunray. Slow it down. Slow it down. Oh, man. Let me take this and pop this some real in there. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But let me get back into it. Get serious. So we, what I'm going to do, I'm still going to be doing both shows, simulcasting on uh, Talk Show and Blog Talk. But just tonight, I'm since I had so many internet issues, I don't know, Comcast doing a lot of work around here in this area, I guess, uh, to make sure everything works smooth tonight. I'm just going to deal with Blog Talk only. So what I'll be doing is... I'm using Blog Talk for the telephone number and, you know, to make it easy 
um, for everybody to call in with one number. Don't have the pin numbers and all of that. You can just deal with one number. And I will give you all that number. I see they have changed the number since I was last hosting on here. But I would be on TalkShoe. You know, I can get you live right here on Blog Talk in the browser. You know, you don't have to wait to the archives and then all of that, you know, the rigmarole. But I will still do the video. I'll be going live on the video on TalkShoe. Because like I said, I really don't do the YouTube. Y'all know that. So I'll be doing my videos, hosting live. I mean, well, it will be live still on TalkShoe at the same time. But it'll be on video. I do the video thing. So in case I do some like some presentations and stuff, y'all can still see it. And that way, y'all still go in the archives on TalkShoe and watch it. So, yes, I'm using Blog Talk for the telephone number to make it easy people to call in and things of that nature so i'll be will be simon casting on both shows but not tonight on talk shoot so later talk shoot i will be uploading this particular show later on talk shoot so all the steel the urls and all of that stuff y'all don't have to worry however y'all listen to it in the archives don't worry about none of that y'all still can listen however the wonderful podcasting sites like iheart radio tune in radio spotify um, hell, what else y'all we got? Uh, Pandora, uh, the many, many places, man, that we uh, actually, um, you can catch Culture Freedom Radio Network. You still can catch us in those different places, man. But uh, that said, y'all, let's get into this. Let's, let's talk. Y'all know I got to have some music. I got to subway into this one right here, man. So, man, first of all, how y'all been doing out there, man? How y'all been doing? Y'all been doing okay? Y'all, everything's been fine throughout the week. Everything's been fine. I know there's so many things that's going on sometime. We got to say, damn, what is going on? Like Marvin Gaye says, what is going on? on really what's going on and peace to my good brother brother justice in the house and my brother lj hey brothers if y'all can hear me uh pretty good if i'm not breaking up can one of y'all just you know just text me or something let me know as well uh let me know if, uh, if i'm breaking up or something because i don't have my other thing that i can listen to and monitor myself i used to have my other ear uh, that's what i like about these new phones man you know really they don't have the jack like they used to you know just the regular earphone jack now everything is Bluetooth. Okay, appreciate that, my brother. Appreciate that. They don't have the regular earphone jacks anymore. Everything got to be Bluetooth. So usually when I host a show, I can I can dial in in my phone and listen in through it. Um, I still probably just do that. Try it through my Bluetooth. I ain't never. I'm like, I need. I, I might need to try that. How about I try it anyway, y'all? So that's one thing I used to do. And these damn new phones, everything now is, you know, just changing, man. Some some technology is good, man. It's good good for change. Some things, they need to leave stuff alone. I almost said something else. They need to just leave some things alone. You know what I mean? How about y'all feel the same way? I love some technology now. I love technology. But some things, it's, it's, it's better off left alone. Um, but also... Um, Y'all know we, 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 I don't want to say we lost. I hate to say it words like that, but our good brother, uh, DMX a couple, about a week or so ago, um, the brother made his transition and, uh, we had our brother black Rob made his transition. And also I've seen on Twitter today, our brother shock G man, digital underground, bad, that funk. That hump, that dance, do your dance, do the hump. Yeah, man, with Tupac. Y'all remember that one, man? Man, do the hump, the hop. Y'all, y'all, let me ask y'all something. Did y'all, did y'all think that was two people, two different people, too? 
with Shock G and the Humpty. Y'all thought that was a, two different people. I sure in the hell did. They got me with that one. That was a good gimmick. I like that one, man. Shock G and the Hump. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one, man. That Humpty Dan. That's another classic, man. That's another. Appreciate that, Brother Justice. Appreciate that. That's another classic song in itself. So to get started right here, I want to do this one right here, man. Hey, we want to come in the house right here on Culture Freedom Radio Network. We want to thank y'all always for tuning in and sharing in this show. So we want to say, man, with Culture Freedom Radio in the house, so when y'all hear Culture Freedom Radio, it's like, whoa, Black Rob, give it to us one more time. Black Rob, it's like, whoa. Y'all give it a push y'all up for something. Yo, when you see something else, to do this tonight right here on culture freedom radio let's get ready to get into it right here man yeah it's like whoa so many things are going on in this world man it gotta make you say whoa what the hell is going on i'm telling you man hey that's what i say man all the time i turn on the news and i'm like man a little 15 year old just got shot like whoa a little five year old just got shot like whoa God damn it, the murder rate in the black community is going out the Richter scale. It's like, whoa, y'all, what the hell is going on? What's we going to do? Y'all, I know that ain't proper English. What's we going to do? 
God damn it, what we going through? So many things is happening, man. So many things is happening in this world. There's chaos and confusion. There's some good things going on, too. There's some good things that's going on, too. And I want to tell you all about something that's going to be going down in the city of Memphis that I will be participating in. Let me cut this off right here. Cut this background off. Man, I had to just get that in there, man. Black Rob, man. May the peace and blessings be upon that brother's soul and uh, the rest of our good brothers, man. Like I said, Shock G. Uh, DMX and many more who have made that transition. Those of you who have family members who have passed on, uh, may the peace and blessings be upon their soul. And our condolences go to each and every last one of you and your family as well. So, hey, man, just give y'all a little something that's be going down right here in the city of Memphis on May the 22nd of 2021, which will be this year, y'all, the first annual event of 2021 man we talking about uh, a slingshot of memphis stop the violent sun uh, fundraiser man yeah slingshot of memphis stop the violence fundraiser going down may the 22nd um of 2001 yeah of this year right here at hickory hill mall man it's at a mall right here in the city of memphis called hickory hill mall which was, this will be taking place um at 11 a.m through 4 p.m yes 11 a.m through 4 p.m that will be on a friday yes most definitely indeed and uh and you want to be a vendor man uh, you can call in, you got vendor trucks and food trucks. If you want to get involved, you want to, you know, be down there and sell your products, man. You can be in the house and give it just a telephone number. You want to be a vendor, uh, call 901-614-4357. One more time that every code is 901-614-4357. Yes, man. Slingshot of Memphis. Stop the violence fundraiser. Man, would be going down and have live DJs and things down there as well. You know, they used to have COVID restrictions and things going on. It's just talking about, man, hey, we got to get involved in stopping this violence. There actually, t- uh, tomorrow as well, there will be a, another uh, uh, gun walk or stop the violence walk here in Memphis again on tomorrow. Um, I don't have all of the information. I, I, I usually be involved. I'm not going to be able to go there tomorrow and get involved in that one tomorrow, but I will be there and on that one and may actually be doing some work down there. So I will be involved in that one there. Uh, we got to get involved in stopping this stuff in the community. And with that, I subway into another topic that I want to get into, man. Hey, y'all heard that there was a... Some say she was 15. Some reports saying that she was um, 16 years of age. But well, the police what was it in, in Ohio who shot a, a young sister um, the other day. Have y'all said that? What's the sister name? Micaiah. Have y'all saw, saw that one? Yes, man. I tell y'all, man. It is, and, and, and this one here, I want to get into this one because this one is a, oh, boy. It's a slippery slope with this one, sisters and brothers. It's a slippery slope. Uh, what the hell are you talk about, Sunray? It's a slippery slope. Yeah, I miss it kind of this situation with that one, man. We can say what you know what the police should have done. He should have tased her. He should have. And I'm not. Let me let me let me for the record. 
for the goddamn record. And chat room is all uh, also open. So, and brother, if y'all want to just slide into the chat room right here on Blog Talk, it is open as well. And the number right here tonight is open conversation. So, and brothers, just nothing in particular. I just throw out a couple of things, and you can probably throw out some things as well. The number, guest number is uh, five six. I gotta start remembering this one. Yeah, they changed it, y'all. Damn, I see they got three nines in here. Flip it upside down. Y'all know what that means, right? But anyway, the guest number is five six three nine 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 three nines thirty five fifty two. One more time, area code is five six two three nines. 3552. That's the new call in number. They changed it since last time. They got me some three nines and up inverted sixes. Damn, they got me, y'all. I can't run away from the six, six, six. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm doomed. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah, you know what? But anyway. Yeah, but let's get ready. The Sister Micaiah. Now, that was, you know, some they're saying that some people saying, well, the police should have tased her and uh <laughs> said, no man <laughs> yes sir they got it in there brother i'm sorry i ain't nothing i can do about that one but some said it, that that um the police should have tased her uh i don't think from what i've saw all through the observation with the video i don't think tasing tasing would have worked in that instance one reason from what i saw just from my observation for the video it don't seem like he was close enough to even tase her. And at that moment, she was already in a um, a motion to stab the other girl. She was already in the, like in a motion to stab the other young sister. Peace to the families in the chat room. Brian Hammer, Jack uh, Jackson in that chat room. Peace to you there. Um, it's like she was in a motion to swing and stab the young sister, um, the other lady. So I don't, and what I'm looking at, I, I maybe like the distance he was in with the taser would have affected her enough to, uh, discontinue her swing far as stabbing the sister. Uh, it would have took effect on her enough to stop her from stabbing the, the sister. Because when I, I saw a video, it was from the, uh, I guess, a, a, a home camera from the neighbor that was across the street. Not the, the police video camera, but the, the camera from uh, someone's home across the street. And you can clearly hear her say that, um, and excuse my words, brothers and sisters, but she said, uh, I think she said, bitch, I will stab you to death. I will stab the F out of you. I will say that, bitch, I'll stab the F out of you. And that's when she, she charged one young sister when she police first pulled up. And she charged the girl, knocked her down. And y'all also now, people need to look at this. And why are people not saying this? They're talking about she got killed. And we're going to get into a lot of this, y'all. So there's a lot of bit different, and not just this. We talk about a lot of bad behaviors amongst the black community. I, I, I got to throw that in there. We could talk about somebody else doing a lot of stuff in that. And for the record, again, I'm not police, white supremacy, none of that shit. Now, y'all got y'all understand the mind of sun right now. I go in different directions to make us look at th- things in different perspectives. So understand that or understand that. Um, the certain things, certain actions that you do. It's like cause and effect, the cause and effect thing. 
certain things you have to look at probably what did you do to bring things upon yourself so that's what we got to start looking at sometime in our community what actions probably did we do to bring shit on ourselves now we got to do that because we can always have and the media can spend media always do this shit y'all they spend shit because they have a narrative that, and they have an agenda that they're trying to uh, propagate and put out. So they're going to spend shit like a motherfucker. But y'all, anyway, come on. Um, so she knocked down one, with, knocked down one sister and, and then she charged at the sister with the pink. I know a lot of y'all have seen the video, so I'm just talking like y'all saw it. Um, but what about the guy? What about the the the, the guy who kicked was kicking at the woman, kicking at a sister down on the ground. Now, we want to say the black woman is God and we got to protect our black sisters. Now, why isn't anybody talking about that dude when 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 she, Micaiah, knocked the other girl down, he tried to kick the girl in the head. Now, why ain't nobody talking about that bullshit? Why ain't nobody talking about this grown-ass dude? I guess he was grown. Looked like it. Anyway, a dude trying to kick. Now, it's two women fighting. A dude trying to kick a woman in the motherfucking head. Why ain't nobody pointing that bullshit out about his fat, well, oh, excuse me, what about his motherfucking punk ass? Huh? Bad behavior again. Now, anyway, they talk about the police and shit with the police did, but we got to talk about this grown-ass dude trying to kick a woman in the fucking head who's already on the ground, and anyway, she's fighting with another woman. Why in the fuck he trying to kick the woman in the head? But anyway, no, so... Now, there's reports that said that she, some reports saying that she, she called the police. This is alleged that she called the police. Now, let's, 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 let's do a little something here. You could have called, um, well, the police, right? And it said that there's a, say there's a female with a knife that's threatening people, threatening a family. And, you roll up to the scene. Okay, you get there. They don't they don't describe what she got on or nothing like that. All you know is a female with a knife. Is just what you call you got. Now just 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 play the role. Now what if it had been Micaiah had a call? What if she was the one who called? And they said that she was the one who called and said people had a knife. Someone somebody had a knife, and there was a girl in the pink. Originally, the girl in the pink had the knife. So. And Micaiah called on her. And by the time the police got there and the girl in the pink saw the police coming, she dropped the goddamn knife. And Micaiah ended up picking up the knife. But all things the police know, there was a woman or a female with a knife threatening somebody. So when they get there, who they see with the knife? Micaiah, who's the one who's supposed to call. I'm not, it just was this scenario, y'all. This ain't really what happened. But just this play the role, because that's what they're saying is she called. But why she have the knife? And like I said, they said that the call was about somebody threatening the family members with a knife. And Micaiah here has the knife, as we see on the video. So I'm just flipping it and say, okay, if she called, maybe somebody else did have a knife. Because why would she call and say, hey, somebody else threatening me or threatening people with a knife? And she's the one who got the knife. But y'all y'all, y'all riding with me. Y'all riding with me. Okay, I know y'all got it. I, got, I know y'all got it. So, so when the police get there, that's who he sees. And he see that she attacked another female. 
and knock her down. And then she's standing right there by the police and say, bitch, uh, excuse me, y'all, I will stab the F out of you. And she proceeds to try to stab another woman. So what do y'all think is going to happen with the police? What y'all think the police going to do? He's going to, he's going to, okay. He's going to let her stab this other individual, right? That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to stand there and let her stab this other female. And then he arrests her after he stabbed her. Now, he's standing right there. Now, he could do something. So I, and I guess that's what Black Lives Matter was, you know, trying to say, because I've seen something when Black Lives Matter was saying. Um, I should, I need to try to pull that up. There's some like one of Black Lives Matter, one of the co-founders or something was saying something to that magnitude. Let me see. Can I pull this up, man? Um, you know, damn, what, what is this thing at, man? I had it right here, y'all. God damn it. I can't even find it now. Uh, I deleted it. I did delete the message. But anyway, she was trying to say something to that magnitude, how, you know, black people need to just deal with their own stuff and stop calling the police. Now, that sounds good. That sounds goddamn real good, but sometimes we know that ain't, you know, and I know it's a, it's, it's kind of hard to deal, do it, man. Sometimes we like, fuck the police and, you know, this and that, but sometimes I, you, you just don't know. It's, it's a hard situation, man, to deal with. So, but even with that situation, now just say that she, she was the one who called the police, right? Say she was the one who called the police. I was, the problem would were that's going to proceed is when she was the police arrived, she should have put down a knife and let the police handle that situation. Let the police handle that situation. Now, the person like the, the the sister had the pink on, right? You seen when the police pull up, she approached the police and started t- trying to have a conversation with the police and say, hey, man, this is my mother house. And then next thing you know, stuff escalated from there. So that's what if Makai was the one who called the police, that's what she, she would have been the one that's doing. I call the because you soon the police come. Y'all know y'all. I know some of us don't call the police before. Goddamn. Come on now. I have. And I know goddamn well I have in situations. You see the police, you go and you try to talk to them, explain the situation, right? So anyway, uh, Sister Makai, that would have been the situation where she, if she did, I'm just going with with the report, how some says she did call the police. That would have been what she would have did. She should have done. Put the knife down and then talk to him. Now, maybe this wouldn't have happened. But the thing is, when it escalated, when the police came and they still continued to try to fight when she attacked those other sisters, that's a hard thing. I don't know, man. I, I don't know how anybody, I don't know how nobody else would have did. I don't really, I don't, if, if I was a police officer, I would have, what the fuck would I would have done? And I really can't tell y'all, man, unless I was in that situation at that moment and I saw somebody else getting attacked. We can say all the we can say what the fuck we would have done right now because we not in the, we we was not in the situation. We was not in that intense moment. And I said yes, an intense moment was somebody was trying to harm another individual first thing like y'all got to think about see we i know it, we we god damn it and i like I said i'm not trying to take up for the police but damn it we have to understand a situation when you just get a call you don't know what the fuck is going on 
You don't know what the hell. It, it's like me. I've had a situation went on uh, when my brother got into it with some guys. And, uh, you know, he just called me, hey, man, you know, these dudes trying to jump on me. All I know, man, my brother, goddamn it, you know, hey, he need my goddamn help. I I'm, I, I jump in the vehicle, and, you know, hey, I'm on the scene. Me and my, my, I call my cousin, them, hey, we rolling up. We don't know everything was really, really going on. We just know we got a call. Let's get the, let's get over there. Let's help my brother. He, damn it, need bag up. Then we get over there. Then we try to find out what the fuck going on. What's up? What's up? What happened? Y'all know how I be. Y'all, y'all don't know. Come on, man. Y'all know. God damn it. We all know. We've been in these situations. Damn, what's up, bro? What's up? What, what's going on? Man, we can have dude try to so-and-so, so-and-so. Then he going to try to explain it. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. Now, you know, let's go. So when the police get that, that's why they have to ask questions. They get the call, 911. There's a lady out here with a knife and so-and-so, so-and-so. Okay, we're on our way. They might get a description sometime. They might get a description and this and that. But when they get there, okay, what's going on? But then as soon as you get there, he asks the question. You hear, what is going on? What's happening? Next thing you know, a woman getting knocked down. You see a woman with a knife in her hand. A dude trying to kick that same woman in the head that just got knocked down by the woman with the knife. And then this woman with the knife start to proceed to go and try to attack. And, and, and she's in a stabbing motion to stab another woman. What the fuck would you do at that moment? What you what you think you would have done? Put yourself in that fucking situation, not even as a police officer, but as a family member or a friend of anybody, and you ask yourself what the fuck you would have done. What what you think you would have done? We really never can give a real answer because we would have had to been in that moment. We might have was shot her. You don't know another thing. Like I'm not trying to take up. Y'all, goddamn it! Listen, it's free your mind. We just trying to rationally think this out, and don't let people keep playing us with bullshit. Get you hyped up for some other shit. Now, um, when the guy said, "Man, she's just a little girl. She's just a child," you roll up. You you don't know that. Now I'm gonna tell you, that's that was that was a you know that was a, got a big young sister. You know, in the heat of the moment, you trying to ask what's going on and all this shit is happening. As soon as you get out to come out the car, you don't know. You don't know who's a child. This is what I'm telling y'all. Too. I've heard it. He was a child. He not. You know, he was a child. You know, he had a gun. Children are killing children with guns. Children are killing each other with guns. So man, and, and I'm not like I said, I'm not I'm I'm not on this side of the police. God damn it, I got to keep reiterating it. So it's just a lot of sometimes, man. We as people, when is as black people, we trying to the thing here we need to do. There's a there's a there's a, a conversation piece about reform the police. There need to be a such thing as police reform. And I agree. I agree. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that at all. I, I totally fucking agree. Like they said, man, tear it down and probably rebuild that shit all back over again. Tear it down and rebuild it all over again. So in certain instances, I say I might agree with them on that now on some of this shit. They come out defund the police, especially when you talk about you got police officers been there 27 or what, 27, 27, 28 years on the force or whatnot, and you supposed to be having a goddamn taser, and you talking about, oh, my, and you grab your gun. I thought it was my taser. Now, you know, something, I'd be like, hey, man. And y'all see, there was a mother situation that don't hurt. I'm like, you know, I'd be 
I'm to the point to defund them motherfuckers. Yeah, you're right. Defund them motherfuckers. I, I, <laughs> you know, but it's a slippery slope. But I do say this. I do say this. There need to be reform amongst the black community, so-called black community, right? It ain't just the fucking police department. There need to be a reform in the so-called black community, so-called black America. I say black America, that's where I live at. Amongst the black community, number one, that situation, my good brother, peace to my good brother, peace to the God, brother LJ, my brother was telling me, hey, man, we have to step up as a community because, number one, like he said, my brother was uh, reiterating to me that, hey, things like that in the, f- the family, that community need to be there to somehow de-escalate, learn how to, to de-escalate situations. If you don't want the police to come, because it might be that white, that white police, it might be that white boy pull up. They're so happy that police was white, too, so-called white Caucasian. That might be that white police pull up. And the same one y'all talking about, we can trust the white folk, man. They he, he, he gonna pull up, and he ain't gonna defuse. He might not defuse the situation like you think they gonna do. Like he might jump out and start shooting. Bam, 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 bam. Now, then you hate you fucking call the police. So it need to be then if y'all don't want the police in your community. If he was talking about policing our own community, right? You, we heard that conversation several times. It need to start being done then. It need to start being done. But you know what? You can't do that. You can't do that in the black community. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. Because why? Why, son, Ray? Oh, snitches get stitches. Stitch snitches get snitches. I mean, stitches. You get, you get ridiculed for telling on somebody in the black community. You get, you, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You get labeled. A snitch. You get labeled. I don't know if they use the word rat no more. You get you get labeled. Man, that snitching ass dude right there, bro. Watch that motherfucker right there, bro. He, he see you doing something. They're going to tell it. They're going to call the police on your ass. Oh, yeah. Or you see something about it. You know, little Ray Ray them bad ass. Breaking in, you know, candlelighter house down the street. You know, nice elderly candy lady ain't bothered nobody just selling it candy and shit some old crazy ass dude you know just so happen these bad ass dudes you know they just want to decide they want to rob her somebody see it somebody know these robbing ass dudes they rob they don't rob so many folks around the neighborhood man yo man bro man watch dude them bro man ray ray and that tyrone them bro shit dude them to the stick up men yep everybody know they the stick up men around the neighborhood but ain't nobody saying shit to get their ass off the street. They know they robbing everybody. They rob, they rob the elderly lady, nicest lady in the neighborhood. Everybody know her. Some people call her auntie. Some people call her grandma. You know, hey, Auntie Ruby, you know, give me, give me, give me five dollar worth of candy, uh, you know, some cookies or something. Y'all know, y'all know. They go down and rob the old lady, the lady, beat the beat her. You know. Everybody know. Everybody know Tyrone them did it. They know it, but but ain't nobody. Police ass. Does y'all y'all know anybody seen anything? No, no, we ain't seen nothing. Somebody seen Tyrone them doing it. No, Tyrone them did it. 
don't say a goddamn word. Here's this lady laid up in the hospital in intensive care. Nobody, nobody want to say a goddamn word. Tyrone, them study robbing folks. Study out here robbing, doing what they think. This lady in the hospital fighting for her life. See, that's the problem right there. That's the goddamn problem right there. No, see, that's the problem right there. It happened that occurs in the AKA hood of America and most black so-called black communities in America. That's shit right there. And that's why we continue to have the shit that we have that's happening in our community. Nobody want to build shit in your community. Nobody want to invest shit in our community. Because the shit that happened like that right there. See, that's the one we talk about policing each other. It sounds good, but we have to start doing this policing right there. Policing is you, when like that instance right there. When somebody's trying to do something to you, policing is what? You call 911. That's what, like what? You calling in a crime. You calling in a crime. You're reporting a crime that's happening. You see somebody getting victimized. Whether it's you or not, when you call 911 and call the police, you are actually reporting a crime. You're reporting, in other words, a.k.a. street terminology, you so-called snitching. you calling them folks. you calling the law on somebody. I see them going in my goddamn neighbor house. I either can, uh, I, I, damn, y'all, I, I, either, I have two choices. I can call police or I can go over there and shoot their ass myself. And what y'all think going to happen to Brother Sunbray? If I take it into my own hand, police, and go over there, I see them breaking in my neighbor's house, and I go over there and shoot them both down or breaking in my neighbor's house, what y'all think going to happen to Brother Sunbray? Hmm? Sunbray going to motherfucking jail. Sunbray going to jail. Why? Because he took the law. They're going to say he took the law in his own hand instead of calling the police. I went over there, and they didn't break in my house now. Now, they had to broke in my house, in Wa's house. My house, because I have the right to protect my property, my family. Now they had been coming up in here. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. I have the right by law. But if I see them going in somebody else's house and I do that, my ass is in trouble, y'all. Legally, I'm in trouble. So what do I have? What choice I have to do? Just let them go on and break in them folks shit. Take all they shit out their house, or see and and or just call the police and let them deal with it hmm what happened and then my neighbor them like man hey bro i saw man hey bro i you know i saw him breaking in and shit bro uh what you do man how come you ain't call the police bro you know hey man hey bro ain't no snitch shit i ain't no motherfucking snitch bro y'all ain't finna be talking about i'm around here snitching call no police bro God damn, bro. You, you mean you saw them folks breaking in my shit? You ain't do nothing. Bro, I ain't no snitch, dog. I ain't no snitch, bro. Who you, who you think I am? I don't do all that snitching shit. Come on, bro. Them folks stole all my shit, man. Man, I had some money, man. Look, my retirement money under my bed and shit, man. I had my children money, man. I was trying to buy them some, you know, this and that and another. Oh, man, he stole all my shit, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I ain't, I ain't no snitch, dog. I ain't no snitch. Man, then here you go. Tyrone them. Breaking my shit next. Here I go. Man, how come y'all didn't say? No, nah, bro. Hey, hey, hey. I saw them too. You remember now. 
you are no snitch. I ain't no snitch either. You didn't tell it on, you didn't tell it when they did fucking my shit. I ain't telling it because they broke in your shit. Even Steven, an eye for an eye and a two for a two. We both ain't no snitches. That's how it goes. That's how we going to roll with this shit, man. But anyway, um, let me get into something else. Hmm, since I'm saying that, now y'all might think I'm crazy on this one. Y'all might think I'm kind of crazy on this one here, but I hope I can put this in a terminology that somebody may understand or overstand. Let me get me a little hit of water. Oh, because I got I got to go into this one. All right, I hope y'all got some alkaline water, some some tea or something right now yourself. Holy wine, whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever you do. Uh, but anyway, now check this out. Oh, boy, let me see. I'm going to get into this. I was looking at some stuff. Well, I wasn't looking at it. It was something that really just happened and made me think. I'm talking about what happened a lot of stuff in the black community. I know y'all probably think, God damn, nigga, you sound like goddamn uh 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 Candace Owens around this motherfucker. You sound like one of them goddamn black conservatives. No, I'm just concerned. I'm a just concerned brother. And just point out some things. What we say, constructive criticism. Just con- constructive criticism. Just looking at stuff to how to make us better. See, if we ain't gonna get no motherfucking better, if we don't talk about the shit that's plaguing us. See, we could talk about things as play, what outside forces do to us. But again, we have to look, as Michael Jackson told us, peace and blessings be upon that brother's soul as well. As Brother Michael Jackson told us, we have to look at the man and woman in the mirror. If we don't look at the man and woman in the mirror, and we all, we all see, sometimes we, we, we spend a lot of time pointing the fingers at everybody else and blaming everybody else. But people don't want to deal with you and shit be going wrong. But you, you never look at well. Ah, damn it, hold up. Maybe what the fuck am I doing? Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm. Maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Let me check this out. But anyway, I was looking to this thing about. Now I know it's always been a thing. People say the dog is white man best friend. Oh, I hate to even ask y'all, have y'all heard that? I know it's ridiculous to even ask y'all that question, but I got to ask y'all that question. Y'all ever heard that before? Dog, it's white man's best friend. Hmm? Y'all heard it. I know I, I know y'all heard it. Culture Freedom, y'all heard everything. Y'all y'all up on y'all thing. Even though, even though, okay, but we look at some stuff, even in Kimmet with Anubis and stuff, how they... Um, I'm gonna say respected the animal kingdom. They had Anubis, the jackal dog, or whatnot. And even I even see that he mummified a lot of dogs. So I don't know. Maybe they were dog lovers too back then. I guess there was the the Ptolemy period that did that. I don't know, y'all. I'm just throwing out the the European things. This is white folk. But what I want to say is, I've been looking at stuff, and you no, know, I have dogs. I have I have two. And Dave would mess with me because he tell me I had my dogs in the house. And I used to never would do that. But I had one rescue dog. It was a Jack Russell that I had in the house. And, um, man, it was a good Dan. It was a good God dog, that Jack. When I'm talking about gave you the ups on if anybody tried, thought they was going to come in, 
and surprised with the element of surprise, they ass was going to be surprised. Because that's one thing with that dog. He gave you the heads up. He can hear somebody, a damn car coming around the corner. And he already be barking and shit. So he gave you the heads up. You to be on alert, already ready. You know what I'm saying? You have coffee ready for the ass. Like, come on in, sit down before I shoot your ass. Come on. <laughs> so anyway, y'all. He, he, so I, I, so I was like, damn, you know what? It ain't probably bad. You know what I'm saying? Having this, having that. But anyway, and I learned from that by having that. And I learned being close to those like that. I learned a lot how they have emotions. I looked at them and see their emotions as well. And sometimes they, their emotion fit with yours as, I don't, some people say owners, master. I don't like saying that word master. But when you, they have emotion, when, when some things they feed off your emotion, if you're sad, you'll see your dog kind of fit with your emotion. When you're not feeling well, sometimes they, they realize that you're not feeling well and that dog will be sitting right by your motherfucking side when nobody else is there sit right there with you uh, the whole time um and the you know, i realized i looked at them and see they have some of the diseases dogs have diabetes shit cancer and all kind of shit they I mean, like humans i'm like god damn but what i looked at these dogs i'm going somewhere with this y'all. i'm going somewhere with it now. these dogs have i looked at it and then start looking at it as a life, not just as a dog, but as a life, a living, breathing entity. Y'all hear what I mean? A living, breathing entity. And I said that the creator created. When I was looked at and I and I when I say that, I was like, and I see how some people treat dogs. Like I said, when I like I said, I seen their emotion, how they feel, and how they react to certain things. Even when you say stuff, shut your head. How the dog react? You know, it's like you hurt their feelings. You know, because sometimes my dog would do something. Sit down, get out my damn. My wife said, "Oh, you hurt her feelings," and it, and you can see the emotion on the dog face. They look in their eyes like, "Damn, I surely did, didn't I?" And what I'm going with this is some. As black people sometimes, uh-oh, might get in trouble for this one, but with the black community, how we, not all of us, but some, a.k.a. hood, I guess, how we treat dogs is how sometimes we treat each other. We don't know how to treat, I, I know it's sometimes it's hard how we treat each other, and we show how we treat our fucking dogs. See, we don't know how to treat some some people. Now, not all of us. This ain't talking about all of us, y'all. Don't so I generalizing all of us. They how they treat their dogs, man, is so freaking unhumane, inhumane, whatever you call that shit. Y'all. They, I see people. You had dogs. I've seen this shit. Had dogs tied to a tree, and it reminds me of slavery. I'm telling y'all, that's why I, I guess that's why I'm coming with. It takes me back to maybe how we treat the dogs. Some people treat their dogs. It reminds me of how white folks are doing slavery time. Even even today, white supremacists treat black folks. And we emulate that by how we treat dogs. Uh, somebody get it. Somebody get it in a minute. I'm going to get you, Justin. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And I got to read some of your comments, too, in the chat. I mean, the text. Um, 
I see people they had a dogs. I've been locked up before, y'all. I told you, I've been locked up before. I don't like that shit. That's why I don't like. I don't. I, I don't tie my dogs up. I don't put my dogs in cages. Cause to me, it reminds me of when I was fucking locked up and 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 couldn't move and couldn't do the shit that I want to do. So when I see some people have dogs on, I seen it one time, man. It it, it was I was at work. It was freezing, and it was a neighborhood. I said, man, if I ever die and come back as a dog, I do not want to live in that fucking neighborhood. Please don't let me go to that neighborhood, that particular neighborhood. I said, I will run away at every moment if I was a dog. Please don't let me come back as a guy, incarnate as a dog, and and they send me, and I go in, in, in that neighborhood. Because every dog I've damn near seen in that neighborhood look like they're miserable as fucking hell. Miserable life. Miserable. I seen a dog out there one day. They had a dog tied on a leash to wrapped around a, to a tree. And it was starting to uh, 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 freezing rain. It was starting to freeze rain. The dog was tied to a short-ass leash, y'all. We couldn't move, you know, hell, two, three feet. And it was starting to sleep in this cold, freezing rain. The dog didn't have a dog house, nowhere to go for shelter out of the damn cold, out of the freezing rain. I've seen plenty of things. I see this a lot. I've seen some of the little puppies, the pit bull puppies the other day, on a tied up on a little rope. No shelter over them. It wasn't raining enough, but no shelter. A little bit of ass of the rope on the neck. Couldn't move about, like I said, about two feet. Maybe two feet. Just nowhere to move. Nowhere to move to. And I see this a lot, man. It's like, and I see the emotion. And I, I, I guess that's why I'm, I'm praising the creator, the Netaru, the Most High, whatever, y'all. Let me see things on a spiritual level a lot and see a lot of things. And I see these dogs, man, and I just see, you know how you can see a person. You just read the energy, see the energy, and, and feel the vibe. They just look so fucking pitiful. And I, and I think, that's how I think. They got a pitiful, sad-ass life. That got to be one fucking sad life. It's tied to this goddamn pole, this little tree. Just, just you just you ain't got nowhere to go. You just tied right there. Some of them don't have. I mean, no no shelter. It's raining. They just sitting out there. I said, man, it reminds me, goddamn it, how, how probably how the fucking white man, the slave masters, treated our people. And I was like, no wonder we can't treat each other fucking right. Because it still again, it goes back to life valuing the value of life. Again, that dog has life. That animal has fucking life. It is a living, breathing thing. And how some people treat them, kick them and shit all, like be kicking them and all that bullshit. And I see why some people, we try, how we treat each other. And, and, and notice how there's people that say, man, he gunned them down like a dog in the street. Why would you even be gunning a fucking dog down? He dogging me out. Listen, listen how we, we use certain words. Man, she be dogging dude out. She be, you know, was such and such. A, quit dogging me. Why would you even treat this living creature like this? And I give y'all this, man, something personal. I got to hurry up, Justin. I'm going to get you. Right now, me and my wife, we have a, over here with us. 
she had puppies and everything. Now, during the winter, when we had this ice storm, my neighbor, my wife always, dog, come over here and, and my wife always give her some snacks and stuff like that. And when she come over here, so, you know, she always kind of gravitated to my wife and, you know, um, stuff like that. Um, me, my wife would give her, we'd be kind of warm outside, so my wife would give her water, man, like she'd be thirsty, like they ain't had gave her, been giving her no water and all that shit. But anyway, so when the freezing storm hit, um, my neighbor them had, it was ice, you know, now that big ice storm came. And man, we was like one point uh, under zero with the, uh, uh, what's called wind chill. Now he put the dog outside. He put it in a van at first. And my wife started saying something. He did put it into a van, but it still was cold as fuck. Then it, uh, the van, he got it repoed, uh, no, towed away or something and jumped. So the dog really didn't have nowhere to go. So my wife kept on saying something. So they put it in the house during the night. But in the day, he put it right back out. But it's still the windshield was under fucking zero. And so he just put out there, man, just left out there. And she came over our house just trying to sit in there, you know, at our door, trying to just find somewhere to get warm. And my wife, um, actually, man, just said, fuck that. You know, she said, let her in the house for a while. Let's let her get warm. Man, you could see the dog was fucking freezing out there, man. And, and, and like the, the guy next door, he's about 19, 20. His mother even said, man, hey, that dog going to freeze. She's not going to make it through the winter. And then she was in heat, for a matter of fact, too, y'all. She was in heat. His mother was, hey, the dog ain't going to make through the winter because he don't give a shit about her. So anyway, we ended up, let the dog came in, and, and one night, he just, my wife just said, man, she's going to stay in this house, man. It's too goddamn cold out there. And anyway, as we let her stay in the house, cause we, she ended up having puppies in our goddamn house. We had an extra room. We just let her put it back in the room. It gave us some warmth. She ended up having puppies in the house. But anyway, y'all, how about, neighbor? knew the dog was over here. He didn't like, hey. Man, I know my dog over there in so Germain. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring her back home and all of this stuff. The dog always ran around the whole, just running up and down the street, just wild. Be sometimes chasing people. But one thing about that dog, if you don't live on this motherfucking street, it seemed like that dog knew it. She ain't asked your ass for no ID, no nothing. She, like, she knew you didn't belong on that street. She was like security on this street. I've actually even caught a guy trying to break in people's cars on this street. He was walking down the street trying to break in people's cars. It was due to her barking, and I was getting ready to go to work, and I looked out the window, and I seen him running around there trying to shake people's uh, door handles. Nobody else seemed to be looking out the fucking one. That dog, they just, I guess, you know, in the hood, a dog just barking. Me, I'm looking fuck out. I hear something, I'm looking. So I look out, and sure enough, lo and behold, I see Dude walking down the street, I'm looking, uh, you know, because he got a hoodie on and shit, and it's damn near like summertime. I'm like, oh, this shit don't look right. Sure enough, he shaking car doors. That dog was the fucking alarm for this, this particular street. But anyway, so now, man, the, and the whole time she been over here, she don't had a puppy. Me and my wife, we've been taking care of the puppies, nursing the puppies over here. The dog, uh, his dog actually had um, something wrong. I forgot how with her uh, breast had an infection in it. And so we've been getting medicine and we nursed her, gave her antibiotics to get the, uh, so the puppies, while her, her, her breast got the infection, the dogs couldn't, uh, you know, nurse off of her. Because if they had a nurse off her and got that milk out of her, they would have got sick and got an infection. But I think some of them did. Uh, but anyway, so we nursed her and we got some goat's milk. I got goat's milk and took her and let it stop where they couldn't suck off of her and start getting them goat's milk and all this. So we got us some antibiotics to help take it. Heal. So we've been dealing with the whole thing with her. They didn't give a fuck. 
they didn't excuse my French, but he said he wanted one of the puppies. And then he, you know, now I, I'm hoping this dog is not dead. One of the puppies. So, but he ain't, he came over here and got one of the puppies because he's seen it like a tiger strike, like a little pit. So the dog been outside the other day, the puppy was out in the little pen. Now I got some of the other ones. I gave some away. I still got two. And because he only had five. And, um, so he had a dog, man, the dog hollered, y'all. I'm telling y'all, for at least five fucking hours, he had her just outside, just hollering, just crying. A little, little bitty puppy. They probably ain't like seven weeks old. Just crying. Now, I'm in the day, I don't even see the puppy no more. I'm praying that, that he didn't leave that dog outside last night and the dog died. But his dog, his grown to the original mother dog, is in our house still. In our fucking house, we don't nurse it, but took out from the cold, then nursing her back to hell. Like she don't have her puppies, don't nurse her, and all of this shit. And they ain't trying to like, man, I'm going to go and get my dog and bring her back over here. You know where we live. They be seeing like, you, and this is what they be saying. They see her, she come outside. Oh, you acting funny now. And they call her Diamond. Diamond, you acting funny. You ain't like, you ain't know, you don't want to come over and say nothing to us no more. My wife says, shit, she know how they treated her. She said she over here getting love now. She getting fed good. She know, hell, she got her own dog bed. Hey, we don't bought a bed. She said, shit. She said she know how to fuck feel. Hell, no, she don't want to deal with y'all. Man, they, the dog will look over there at them, bro, and it won't even go there where they at. That's why I say, man. And I'm just throwing this out. It's like how we treat, and, and, and sometimes how we treat the animals is how we treat each other. And I think a lot of this shit, maybe, I don't know, I ain't going to throw it all on slavery. But it's treat we treat them how like a lot of the probably the slave doing slavery that we was treated, that our ancestors was treated. So we take on this same way of life and treat each other like that. And we treat animals and other things in nature the same fucking way, cruel, inhumane. And I know they can't say inhumane for a dog, but we just we we don't value fucking life. That's why we're killing each other in such a, a way that we are killing each other on the street. We don't value freaking life enough. We And it seemed to be our life. We And I'm not trying to advocate killing no white folks or nothing, but goddamn, black, black folk, you ain't killing. No, you ain't fucking with the Asians. You ain't fucking with the Mexicans. You ain't messing with nobody else but ourselves. And then you, y'all know when you get into it with another black brother and sister, what you say. I can't you bite down on your teeth with real hatred and disdain. I've done it. So I know goddamn well what I'm talking about. I can't stand that nigga. You motherfucking nigga. Boy, you, y'all know you bite down on your teeth, man. You have real and real disdain. Sometimes you don't harm them, but you woo. You want to hurt this person, and what you that that's the word you use, this mother sucker nigga. Boy, I kill that mother. It will real perpetuate. And you don't even, sometimes we don't even feel that way about the so-called white man or our so-called enemy as we do with each other. Now, let me read Brother Justice Things. I can hear him bring the brother in here. He said his best friend, the old stinking dog. See, Justice on it right there. The dog will save your fucking life, Justin. You get your ass out there in the woods and get lost. Who you think they're going to send out there to come look for you? Yes, it may be a human with them, but I tell you, they will send that search and rescue dog to come 
defying you. So we can say they said um, the black man had dogs in Kimmy and in Kush. <laughs> uh, you said you scared your dog <laughs> with your strong black voice. <laughs> I put that James Evans on him. Yeah, I got to put that James Evans on him. Yes, sir. But yeah, the dog, man, they, they have dogs. Is, uh, and I'm not trying to make y'all no dog lover, but I'm just saying I just look at it as a value life. That's all I'm just saying. I look at it as a value life. It's certain things. I, I've seen a lizard in my yard the other day. I just look at things a lot different, man. Um, with, with I guess, even going into a spiritual thing. I just look at things a lot different. And I'll be looking at, oh, the most high, I ain't like that. Don't do that. And I, you know how the Bible says, do not, do not kill, but it's really do not murder. You don't be killing innocent lives or taking innocent lives. Now, they say there's a time and season of everything. Like, anyway, there was a lizard in my, in my yard, my backyard. And I, I, he'd be scared the Jane Brown out of me, y'all. He'd be scared of Jay Brown. What I'm saying is scared because I'd be out there getting ready to do something, and i see a tail. I don't like snakes. Hell to the no. Listen, I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm going to tell y'all this secret, right? I'm going to tell y'all this secret. Y'all want to rob Sunray? You don't need no gun. You don't need no gun because I might snatch it out your damn hand. I ain't trying to say I'm no superhero, but I, you know, we train a little bit. Y'all know, but anyway, you might, you might. All you need is a snake. Pull out a goddamn snake. You don't need no gun. No, pull out a goddamn snake. I give you my damn, <laughs> every goddamn thing in my pocket, whatever. If somebody walking by, I give you they shit. I don't mess with snakes, goddammit. Nope, sir. I don't mess with snakes. I don't, I'd be scared to watch them motherfuckers on YouTube, but I will, though. I will try to get with my fear. But anyway, so I see the little tail out there. Sometimes, man, it is, bro, I jump like a mother sucker. So I saw him out there the other day, and one of my dogs was trying to chase him. And uh, and I, I and I had a shovel in my hand. And I was like, and someone was like, man, kill that sucker. Kill him. And then a thought came, don't do that. Leave that lizard alone. Don't kill that lizard. Because you don't like the spiders out here either in your yard. Because sometimes they try to come in your house. I said, this is sound like clear as day. Like I'm talking to y'all now. This is like I don't want to say that y'all gonna think I'm crazy here. That summer you smoking some good ass weed. Oh, pass me some of that shit. <laughs> you hearing voices? <laughs> but nah. But it was like I thought about it. Like I said, man, you know what? He has a value system in this yard because he hung hang around like around by the trash bin area and some other areas. He don't try to come in the house. And I said, what are you doing? He's eating those other insects, like the spiders and probably some of the worms out there. So he has a mission and a job as well. So oh, you know what? No, don't kill him because I don't like these damn big-ass spiders in my yard. Don't kill that damn thing. Leave that thing alone. And I, I said, I just, if I just run across him and he scared me and see his tail, I'm just like, okay, that's, that's the damn you know. Because I ain't seen no snakes in my yard. Nothing like what they call gardener snakes, and they're not poison. I just saw the babies a couple of years ago. So I looked at it, and I said, leave the damn thing alone. Don't kill him. Because I showed we had the shovel in my hand. was getting ready to, like, chop his ass in half. I said, don't do that. It was like that, that good angel and the bad that little devil angel on my shoulder. Kill that mother sucker. Kill him, son, right? Kill him. Leave that thing alone. Leave, you better not kill that, Nilsen. And I listened to the good angel. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, good angel. All right, let me bring Joseph in here. I, I don't know. That, that, that's, I guess that's enough. They had the most stuff I was going to throw in, but I'll leave that one alone. I got some uh, you, some Twitter things I want to throw in here as well. Um, got in here to throw in. 
Yes, sir. Peace, peace, brother Justice. Peace. Oh man, peace and love, there, brother Summary Nine. You're doing a good job tonight, laying it out, and with your dogs and all that and everything. I'm gonna catch up with that. The dogs are great, man. Dogs are really great. One time, a dog was trying to let me know somebody was trying to break in my truck, but it wasn't my dog. But it still was trying to warn me, and I heard the dog barking. I was like, "Why is dog barking outside like that?" And he was showing up trying to warn me, but they any, anyway, they went on and broke in there and stole my stuff anyway. So uh, even if it ain't your dog, a dog will still give you a heads up if there's some intruders in the area or some people who don't belong around or it's just, you know, odd or something. And dogs, they're very intelligent. Just um, like I was mentioning about in Kemet, they used to have dogs there and uh the high intelligent dogs that they had, that they would uh, be very well trained and do anything that the people would say just like now. And what they had the abilities to train lions and other animals and animals that fly as well. So to here today, you know, people in the circus and whatnot and people who uh, handle uh, wildlife, so they, a lot of know how to train them to do different things. So that's been going on for a very long time. Um, I want to start out with my rest in peace shout outs to Black Rob and Shock G. Yes, sir. Because, you know, like you had played the song like, whoa. That's what the world is like, whoa, right now. Because of what's going on. Everything is crazy. And the 16-year-old young lady who was unfortunately killed by the police um, in Columbus, Ohio, I believe, is where, where it happened. Yes, sir. That I, I only saw a partial clip of the video, but from what I saw, it looked like the cop had no real other choice to do but to, to save other people's lives was to eliminate one person. Now... You know, some people said he had 22 seconds to decide by the time he arrived and jumped out the car and and, and yeah. hopped out and seen what was going on. Yeah. And uh, there's been reports of the officer being a ex-military sharpshooter. And mm. he's very, very well trained to do what he did because he didn't shoot anybody else around. And it was kind of amazing that he was able to do what he did because as the lady was lunging, the young lady was lunging towards the other lady to stab her, <clears throat> there wasn't any more time left and to um, but to, to stop her but to shoot her because the taser would probably not have been fast enough or it worked fast enough for her to already be in motion towards mm-hmm. striking the person could have been struck in the neck or the chest or in the throat or the body somewhere. The way she looked, when she had the knife in her hand, she looked like she was in, like, almost a professional stance. You know, how are you going to use this knife? Like, it almost looked like she was trained to stab like this because if she said uh, that she was going to stab the mess out of this, this other young lady, as the police officers 
was there or standing right next to it, and this is the only thing that he heard. I mean, this is the probably he he can only gather enough intelligence based on his short amount of time on the scene and seeing what was happening at the moment. And at that moment, it looked like someone was trying to kill someone else. And to prevent that, he would have to use his weapon to 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 stop her from killing or stabbing to death if she said that she's going to stab if he heard her say she's go, he's going to she's going to stab this woman to death then mm-hmm. in his mind he's thinking well this is a red alert this is a immediate something a split decision that I got to make and he made it and he was able to stop her from actually stabbing the girl while she was in motion of trying to stab her I thought that was pretty remarkable um, based on just a little clip that I saw. And I heard that there's more uh, video footage available today, which I haven't been uh, able to watch yet. But I plan to see a little bit more details on what I can gather there from what happened, because this is going to come back into the scene and, uh, you know, people are going to be questioning his actions and if whether or not he could have used a, another measure of force to stop the young lady from stabbing the other young lady, maybe like a taser, or if he had 22 seconds to gather intelligence and she's saying, I'll stab you, to, I'll stab this, that's out of you, then to decide, well, dang, what the heck can I do in, in, in this moment? Because she's already about to do it. And so what? Okay, here let's let's just play it out. Okay, I'm gonna pull out the billy club, but she's already in motion. That's not gonna be fast enough to get to it. This taser, I gotta reach in here and grab this taser, and then I gotta run up on her close enough to shoot her somewhere. Where that's not not fast enough to do that one. Um, mace, um, that's not gonna be good because everybody else gonna be getting mace, and then it's just not cool. So. I don't even know if he had any other choice but to shoot the young lady. Now, maybe he could have shot her in the leg and stopped her that way or tried to shoot her like he was trained to do. And he's an actual marksman and probably got probably some awards doing that when he was in the Army. So I'm going to look at that one like... uh, uh, you know, more than likely, he's going to be he's going to be justified in doing what he did at the time, and actually applauded by the people whose lives he actually saved. At the, so, I think that, and overall, more than likely, this is going to be uh, <clears throat> this is going to be a case where justice. Is, is served the way it, it played out because the young lady yeah. mother was saying, "Oh, she's a good young lady. Uh, she loved to bring people together. She didn't like to see people fight and all this." But here she is, caught up in a big situation. So that doesn't make what her mother say make her look good at all. Mm-hmm. And then, and then. She um, she's going back and forth. They said she called the police. Um, 
and she didn't have sense enough to when they got there to chill out and go and holler at them and say, look, this chick is tripping. She did this, and she pulled a knife on me or whatever. Instead of still being out of your, out of control and out of your mind. Now, the reason why she probably was so emotional and over, um, you know, overexcited is because of how young she is. Like if she's 16, yeah. she's not thinking on a, on an adult level at all, anywhere near an adult, how adults think, uh, you know, a mature adult. So she's thinking like the teenager thinks, and they are spur the moment, and they could just be a you call it a a, a powder keg waiting to explode. And so, because they don't know how to handle or channel their aggression or their emotions in a more positive way. They haven't been taught how to do that. So on her being as young as she is and getting caught up like this and not being able to uh, have the sense enough to calm herself down when she saw her help come that she called. Once the help got there, she could explain her side of the story. And then if if, if, if if something was supposed to be favorable towards for her, like if the other girl had pulled a knife out on her first, then she could have her arrested. Could have waited and let it play out. But, of course, she's 16. She's not thinking like that. She's caught up in her emotions. She's caught up in what the girl just said to her. And they're going back and forth and this thing here. No one here on the scene seems to know how to de-escalate this situation with the young girls. All the and people seem, around. And I'm going to throw in. I'm going to go ahead. And they seem like they were, the other people seem like they were adults. And like you said, they to were. Go with her, her being young. So she's looking at that. These are grown-ass people trying to fight me. But go ahead, brother. You want to throw that in there. Okay. So when you said that the man kick the young lady comes to find out that the man was the 15 year old's father who uh, was de- defending her her his daughter you know on that side of the fight so you know it's okay you know get off my daughter you give her a kick and stuff like that's very wrong of him to do as a man and to be a kicking woman and even if just kick her while she's on the ground like that. That's that's a coward. He's a punk. And so. I'm tell you, man, and he's saying a knife too, brother. You look at that damn knife. That was not a pocket knife, brother. That was no. a god. That was a I, well, what you call them big ass chef knife she had in her hand. Meat cleaver. A meat. Yeah. So so again, him as a father. I, you know what he did say something about my baby. He did say something to that degree, like something to that degree in that video, what you're saying. I didn't know there was a daughter, though. But, yeah, he did say something to that degree. So that's what we can. Like my brother LJ was making some excellent points about how people, adults, uh, just is, we need to de-escalate these situations. All of these adults, somebody should have been taking charge to try to de-escalate. If y'all don't want the fucking police there, 
somebody didn't have to know how to de-escalate. Because they said all of these were family members. They but, said these were family members. And they said they got to fighting over, uh, I think, with her cleaning a room or making a bed or something to that degree. All of this shit went on like, uh, I mean, a child is dead now because a bed not made. And come on, man. That, damn, this is this is where we at now? Yeah, go ahead. Bro. Yeah, it seems, okay. It seems to me that the parents or whoever was the adults there should have definitely calmed down everything and made one of them go a different way or leave the whole situation completely. Taking her, you know, like the other girl, okay, it's time for you to go. If this is her house, she's here, she called the cops, then y'all should just go ahead and leave because this is ugly and we don't want nobody really go to jail. Let's just go, everybody go home. And, and that would be better. You know, now you get the cops involved. What happened could happen. And it did happen. And it could it could have went any kind of way. So that's the unfortunate part about when you call it police, you, you got to be under control when they arrive. You can't still be all wild up and because and, they're going to look at you like you're the threat or you're the problem. If someone is walking up to them and is calm and another person over there is yelling and everything, then the calmer, the more calmer person could explain, look, this person over here did something to me and this is why I asked you to come out here. And so, but it, it, it's the black people who don't stand how to talk to each other, how to treat one another, how to speak to one another with respect in order to be respected and command respect by respecting everybody else that's in the room. So that would mean you wouldn't call anybody out of their name, even just joking around, because some people might not like that or you take it the wrong way. So that would mean that would mean you would have to mature yourself have to start acting like an adult. They used to say, don't act your age, or don't act your what? I want to say, act your age and not your shoe size. So don't act 11 or 12 or 10 or 11, if that's what you wear, or 9 or 10. Don't act that young. Act your age. And your age should be, once you reach 18, 19, 20, you can't act like you did when you were 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12. You can't act like that ever again. Because now you're 18. Everything you do, you're going to be held accountable for. Everything. You might get away with all the, some of the other stuff when you're younger than 18. But by the time you're 18... It, this party's over. Now you're an adult. Now you got to act like one. Now you got to act your age. You can't act your shoe size no more once you get 18. And a lot of us is 40 and 45 and 50 and still not acting our age. Acting our shoe size. You're like, how is this possible? <laughs> but that's what's going on. That's why at that place where the young lady was and the young girls was over there, and the parents was there or whoever the older people were in the room or in the, in the lawn or whatever it was, 
they're not acting their age. They're acting like everybody else that's younger than them because they want to be on that level. They don't want to be looked at as someone to be uh, get to get to, to look at to get the wisdom from. They just want to hang out on the same level as the children and listen to the same music with the children listen to and do the same dances and go on TikTok and do all the same things the children do. So they're trying to rekindle their youth or stay young by hanging out with the children. And they're just not maturing by doing that. They're staying their shoe size in, in, in the mind and never rising to a full mature adult who has respect for everyone that he sees that he wants to be respected by them the same way as he respects them. So if I went out and disrespected people by calling people names and calling them different things, and I would, I, it would come right back at me. Put out is what you get back. So if, they, if all you do is put out, oh, bitch this and all oh, nigga that and this and that, that's all you're going to get back. That's all you're going to get back. But if you renounce that stuff, say, look, I don't even have people in my mix that talk like that. We, we don't even speak like that because we only speak positive about our black people and black people in general. We're not talking about our people in a negative way. Because like you were talking about when you had a beef and you seen somebody and you said, I can't stand that nigga. I hate that nigga. I want to kill that nigga. Because that word that is, see, that, that word means to kill what you hate. So it's the hardest word we use against one another. It's really the hardest word we can use against each other. And we use it all the time. Even in just common talk. Oh, nigga, you be bullshit. You know, they just throw that word around so much. Yes, sir. Okay, and so we can't rise above that level of thinking and have the same kind of respect for each other if we continue to use hate words towards one another. That's a hate word. That's a real hate word. We use that word every day. Some people all day in the music, you hear it all the time. Sometimes it's 10, 15, 20 times in one song, somebody said that word. Like what is going on? What where where's the vocabulary here? Your whole vocabulary just said nigga the whole song. Like what is that? And so we use that word to to illustrate our self hatred towards each other in common everyday activity. Because that's your mindset. If you walk with that mindset, then you see life that way. But if you don't walk in that mindset, then you can see life in a better way. To not look at your brother and sister like your enemy or like an enemy or like someone to hate. Get each other this way because we've been taught to 
be this way since they've been operating on us after we integrated into this society to hate one another more and more and to take away our culture and the love that we have for ourselves and Kai and our family has been diminished. So we got to get back into how we used to have love for ourselves and each other, and we barely would use a word like that to say anything. And if we did, it would have been something that would just be a choice word. It wouldn't be an everyday thing. You go, you know, like my mom back in the day, she might say that rarely, <laughs> but she would say it, you know. And, and it, so, but it was a choice word. And, um, and people back in the day, they didn't tolerate that to be called that or to speak about ourselves as black folks in a derogatory way like that. And in different words that they used against us or to uh, describe black people, black people began to frown on those words. Say, well, look, I ain't, I don't want to be called colored no more. I ain't colored. Yeah. I'm Afro-American. And so some people's riding with, I'm Afro-American. And this was before African-American. I'm Afro-American. Yeah, way yeah. back. And then some people they say, well, look, you know, we Negro. Some people was, was riding with the Negro thing. We, we Negroes. We Negro Americans. I mean, I, I, you know, look, that's that's a dead thing now. We ain't no damn Negroes. That's a white man. He said we a Negro. We ain't no Negro. We a black man. And we was always, well, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. You know, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud, you know. And so we, a lot of people adapted that one. So, yeah, well, look, I love being black. You know, black is beautiful. And so we, you know, wear your head natural. And you wear your head natural. You picked it out, whatnot. It looked nice. You get some afro sheen spraying on there and whatnot. Get a nice trim, a nice cut like that. A nice big afro like the Jackson 5 now. Because we was proud of who we was. We had love for ourselves and each other. And even all the people on the block, we cared, we cared about everybody. I had a fight with somebody every now and then on the block, but you still had love for everybody else. And they had love for you. So they've been working on us for a very long time. So we don't have no community no more. We don't have that unity no more amongst ourselves because it's been broken down. You know, it's a small we now. It's a, It used to be a capital W, small e, and that was we. Now it's small w, small e. And it's a little we. <laughs> so we got to work on that. We got to capitalize back on ourselves to bring us back up to what we are, who we should be representing as black people who love who we are and love each other and not to look at each other like enemies of each other when we see each other and to not have uh, any kind of enthusiasm about seeing another black man or woman, when you see them, you act like they're invisible, or you act like they don't exist, or you look at them like, I shouldn't speak, or I shouldn't say anything to to this person, because this, uh, this, this is like a, a bad person. And we're looking at each other like this. 
And it's it's ridiculous. You can do a test on black people because you see these black people walk down this damn street right here and watch how when they pass each other, how they don't speak to each other. Watch that. Watch that. Now, that was about eight or nine. They didn't even say nothing to each other. Now, watch this here. I'll send two white ones down the street. And send these black people walking down the street. What? Send these white. They look up the white person. They try to get a conversation going. They try to look at them. Try to get acknowledgement. Trying to say something to them, or they want to. They might speak to them. Oh, you know. Hey, what's up? How are you? How are you? Or something like that. But they won't say nothing to a black person. Mm-hmm. We all our natural black minds. Well, you acknowledge a white person real quick. But you see a black person. Oh hell no! I ain't. Oh no! This person right here, this is a devil. I ain't looking at him. I ain't gonna get no talk to him about nothing. <laughs> I hate this nigga. I'm looking at right now. This nigga here. What is it? You've okay. been taught to hate. Elijah Muhammad said. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said we've been taught to hate self and kind. That's right. Taught- Self and kind. And brother, I want to throw in some right there. Uh, uh, as you were talking about the N word, uh, for a matter of fact, there was an article that uh, I hear came out two days ago on blackenterprise.com. It says black attorney successfully get rid of, um, successfully get the N word removed from the dictionary. Um, yeah, good brother named Roy attorney, Roy Miller out of, uh, Macon, Georgia. Said wow. he got the, the word. He said he gave a dictionary because he gave his, his niece a dictionary as a gift, and she wanted to give the dictionary back. And he asked her why, you know. And he she said she saw that this particular word in there. I guess it was the, the the Negro, and is looking at the definition of it and so called. And she wants to give it back. So he fought. And I just give you what some of this article was saying here. Um, it says when she saw the definition of the N word and saw that it meant and what it meant, she draw to it. Uh, she drew, God damn it, y'all of it. She drew it to his attention. A Negro, a member of any dark skin person, a vulgar or offensive term. See Negro. That's what this according to the article. It's a recent incident. He fought successfully to get the publisher to remove it. From the dictionary. Now, um, I'm going to read y'all a definition. Now, they what, said what's his name over. again. Sorry, real quick. What's his name again? Roy, Roy Miller. Okay, Roy. Okay. Roy okay, Miller. thank you. I didn't mean to cut y'all. Go ahead. You're good, you good, brother. Now, I'm going to read y'all a definition here out of uh, now the word Negro. And out of, now, they said vulgar. It's a vulgar word, now, according to that article. Now, I'm going to read you over here from the Webster's New Century Dictionary on a bridge, the second edition, right? Uh, I like to give y'all the copyright. See, you win the copyright. I should have looked that up. You win the copyright. Uh, hell, what is it? Where is it? Copyright, copyright. Where yet? Where yet? Where yet? Copyright. Um, for this particular copyright, 1964. Now, um, and they got Norris Webster in here. Now, let's go. And, mo- and y'all are here. Um, a lot of my good brothers from the Moors, Moors community, and peace out to the Moors, Islam to the Moors. Uh, they might say, you know, they tell you read kind of like Norris Webster's, like one of the old. It's an old dictionary, I think, to the 1800s. He said, look at the word America. 
and they tell you what the word America means, copper color, copper color people and stuff like that. But anyway, check this out. Check this out. So he wanted the N word. Now, I can understand the 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 what you said, the word nigger, the nigger. But some even say the word nigger come from the word niger, uh, niger or it's another one. Um, Some people be saying it says it means noble niger. Uh, no, that ain't it either. Damn, Nigers or something to that degree. It's, it's, it's something they say it means more, I mean, noble or king. I've, I've heard Niger. Niger means king. That might be it. Yeah, and I'm thinking about the Niger River, the Niger River. When I, every time I see it, I think about the Niger River. But check this out. This is what this particular dictionary is, uh, read right here, and I read it years ago on here. Now, it says the word Negro, right? It's from Spanish and Portuguese, Portuguese, Nigro, Niger, meaning black or black person from the Latin Niger, meaning black. It says a member of the dominant race of Africa living chiefly in the Congo and the uh, Sudan region, a member of any of the other black races of Africa as the Bantu. You remember you, I, brother? That's your thing right there. The Bantu. Some people say the Bantu or the Bantu. I like the. I like the. I, I like how someone out here, the African brother, said Bantu. So it's the We're Bantu. Bantu. Bantu people, yeah. man. So the Bantu or the Hutu, etc. Y'all see that? Let me say that again. A member of any of the other races, black races of Africa, as the Bantu or the Bantu or the Hutu, etc. Any person. With some Negro ancestors, huh? Right. Now this term here, as I see, is not derogatory. Now, like I said, is it vulgar or derog? Now, as the, my my good brothers in the Mormon community would like to say again, uh, when they say we're not Negro, black, or colored, because what they say it does not denote a nationality, right? Meaning nationality, it does not link you to a country or continent or you know something to that like you know um by saying you a, a you you black they say black doesn't give you a nationality it's not a, it's a, a political it's not a nationality saying like like say right now if you're born in america you could say you american that's your nationality you were born here now you have a a a status you american so you go over somewhere else you know how they kidnap and they hold American hostages and America be like, hey, we got to negotiate. Hey, man, you can't be whole. Hell no. You can't be holding them hostages. You got to give. I got let our people go. You know what I'm saying? Like Moses, let my people go. So this denotes a na- even with it. Now, according to this dictionary here, now this old one, it, it denotes a nationality, give you something. And most of what we talk about during the African slave trade, what do they say most of our people come from? And most of these regions over here in America. Now, we probably don't look at it because some people over here don't explain it like that. And they don't just give us. Most people, we, they, I've seen some books say we are part of the Bantu or the Bantu. Uh, and I know Justin's been on that heavily, so he knows exactly what it is. But again, those words in Negro come from the Spanish and Portuguese word Negro, actually meaning black. They, even when people say Moors now, I know some Moors ain't going to agree with me. Even they said more, they said it. I've heard some Moors, uh, some people say the word more actually means black. Um, more means black, and so does um, Niger, and all yep. of the words that, 
anybody from Western Europe that's a white European and speaks any other language, they have words to describe black people in all the different languages. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up with this one here. But it just now according to this again, it just says definition one, Negro, a member of the dominant black race of Africa, the dominant black race of Africa, living chiefly in the Congo and the Sudan region. So if you was calling Negro, you just saying that you was a member of this dominant race that lived in these particular areas, the Congo region and the Sudan area. And it says number two is uh, a member of any of the other black races of Africa as the Bantu and the Hutu, etc. That was it. And this is any person who's uh, of some Negro ancestry. So that's why we we call our as as I don't know Jesse Jackson them label like you said, brother, at first. We was called Afro Americans, but now we've been labeled, or you could some people be labeled as Afro, I mean African American, meaning when you use the word African first, you put the African on the beginning of American because African denotes that that is where your lineage come from. Are you saying you descended from African stock, African bloodline? So you descended, you are descendant of African people. And that's where it said your ancestry come from. You descended from that. But I was born here in America, like me. I was born here in Memphis, Tennessee. And so I am, which was, which is a part of what they call United States of America. So my citizenship, my nationality is American. So I can say I'm, if I say that I'm part of my descendants that come from, my ancestors came from Africa. I can use that term if I like. You don't have to if you don't want to. But some people don't say they, they don't want to be a uh, part of Africa. So I can say, yes, I am African-American. Like you What's say, you, you, you Japanese-American. I don't even know. Bro. Hey, I don't lost that damn thing so many times. I don't know what's on. <laughs> no, I'm asking you this. I'm saying what, like, when they say, I what did. race are you? What race son. are you? Did they, what they have on there for you? Like I said, hell, I don't know, bro. I ain't seen my damn birth certificate so long. I heard some people say they had, they had colored on it. Well, um, not yours, did it? Not yours. No, I don't know. Actually, I don't remember what I don't remember what mine had. I was in the I was born I in seven. So I don't know what the hell it had. So I'm saying mine when I was born, it said black. Oh, okay, so I don't remember, bro, to be honest. I don't even have a birth certificate. I, I every time I get one I lose it, so shit, I don't know what it says. <clears> My father was born, his said Negro on his. Who would have told me my my that was uh Eric. It showed it that my nick my birth certificate said nigglet. <laughs> that was everything. <laughs> that my birth certificate said nigglet. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. And, uh, he said uh, you were so old, your your birth certificate colored on it. Ain't no telling what the hell he said. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to find some good stuff. We got we got 21 minutes, but we still gonna probably go over. I have some other things. I'm trying to pull it up. God damn it! And uh, okay, well, let me pull. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get some other uh, stuff right I, here. That's the one positive thing, man. Try to ban the word, man, the N word like that. Um, to get that removed out of our vocabulary amongst ourselves and each other, because it reduces the quality of our intellect towards one another and to um, how we can um, talk to each other with respect and gain 
from that as far as being able to work with each other and have trust because if they someone said it, is, they said don't mean that no more but, but see now now the people don't made it different i mean because y'all don't but see which but but now you got which word though because you know they got one now they said not nigga er but they say you got another one it just means terms of endearment okay I want to talk about that. I really didn't because I thought we were beyond that term of endearment thing. But since you spoke of it, I'll briefly speak on it now. To say, yo, that's my nigga right there. He looked out for me. He he gave me $10 when I came home or whatever like that or whatever it was, right? And, uh, yeah, you know, the way people use the word nigga in a positive way per se still negative even after you said this word over and over again in different ways in a positive way it's still negative because you can't have a word ride on the fence it can't have a dual meaning where it means something positive and something negative you can't have that there's no word that does that that walks the fence and says, okay, right now I mean kill, and this other one I mean love. That's my nigga. I love my nigga. That nigga over there, I can't stand. I want to kill that nigga. So how's the word going to have a double dual definition like that, one in one diverse way, opposite ends of the spectrum? One means love, and one means hate. How 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 are you gonna walk? How are you gonna use that and and and, work and and roll with that? Because that is a thin line between love and hate. This is depends on how you that 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 my I, sorry I, I could be your friend in one minute and the next minute I could be the nigga you can't stand. Nigga that I love to hate. I can be your nigga. I could be your nigga in one minute. In a cool way. Oh, that's my nigga justice. But we don't even talk to each other like that. We don't even use this word. I have never used this word as many times as I have tonight on the yeah. show, ever. But, see, it, it, but it depends right? on what word you're using, because you might be using one with the ER, then you want to use the one with the A. So you might be using right. two but, different words. See, the one with, so it with the A, I guess because how you spell it, I guess. You know, that, that, that's the difference. You just take it's off the ER. It's not how you say it. It's how you say it. It's, if you, That's if how you all, failed you. All right, but we talk like we heard it coming from a white person with the ER on the end. That makes us feel like this racist person is calling me this name, and you know, to degrade me in a racial way. So with the yeah. ER, that hurts and, and slices hard, yeah. just like if a black person called you that in a hateful way. See now he, just he calling you my nigga. See it's nigga. He calling you one with the, I think it's the a, I don't know. I try not to even get in there, but I think it's the one with the A is the term endearment. So it's different. It sounds alike, but it's different. Now I'm just I'm I'm just I ain't, I'm not trying to just try, but that's damn near what they saying. See if you got me one this defensive one now. We ready to fight now. Don't call me that, bro. I'm not saying me, but though that that though you can't call me the one. Call me the one with the A. We cool. That's right. That's but don't even call me that either. But if you did, you better off calling me that one versus the ER one. But if you black, I'd hardly ever expect to hear the ER coming from a black person anyway. 
If like, he has a black person call somebody a nigger, you know, like how crazy how crazy so the white one might say, Oh, I didn't call you the one with the ER. They, they, hold up, brother. I didn't call you the one with the ER. I, I was calling you my I was calling you one with the term of endearment. I I wasn't meaning no harm. I, I, I you know, hey, you cool with me. I like white woman. You said a no, white I'm just, woman said that? I'm just making up something. No, I just said a white okay. person. No, no, I'm trying to What's up, my nigga? Oh, what you call me? You call me cracker? Oh, no, 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 no. I was using the one with the term of endearment, not the right, ER. Right. I was but, using but the look. other one. You, I'm cool with black people. I got black people in my family. You know, this shit like that. Yeah, yeah they try to do that. Some of them will these days because they yeah. um, have always been pushing the measure to be able to do that. They would love to be able to do it, and some of them have found a way in, and they call themselves nigger. White people, a lot of them do. Oh, yeah, you know, and if they use it, I've heard white people that had black friends and black friends that had white friends, and maybe it was just a lone white boy, but he might, he might just freely use the word. But not in a negative way. Uh, in conversation, you know, while when he's with them, and they don't say nothing about it. And I've been around and heard that. And say, hey, you know, <laughs> I've questioned them about that. So, oh, you know, he ain't say he ain't, he ain't say nothing. He wasn't about nothing. So for us, we a little older. We ain't, we not going for that. You know, older people. We not, we be like, no, bro, you can't even use that word at all. <laughs> That's crazy. I got, I got some words. Yeah, I got something I just want to jump into right now. I know we got 14 minutes, but I just, just say it, there's no other race uh, that I know they can take a a word that I guess was I guess it was supposed to be used as offensive. I don't really know what the hell they were supposed to be used as. Take it and use it and say it's the term. I bet you better not call uh, uh, a Jew whatever's offensive name they use for a so-called Jew. You better not use it for uh, hell some other people. They use a expensive word for them and talking about, hey, it's in terms of endearment. I bet they don't know. Not at all. They've never done that. No one has ever done. You're right. Nobody ever have done that with a word that somebody called them and they turn it around and say, oh, well, this is a good thing now. Yeah. We love the word. We we, we cool with it. No. Call each other a spit. Call them a That's what I mean. Like anything like that. Anything that no one has ever took a word and just said, okay, we going to flip it a little bit and just put the A on it and uh, we're going to ride with it. But we still use that word. That's the last word a lot of brothers hear as someone shooting them and say, yeah, you know, you know, whatever it is, but the last word they hear is nigga a lot of times. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say on it is when my friends might say, to me, what's up, nigga? I'm like, excuse me? That's the first thing I say, excuse me. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I was like, no, you're not talking to me with that one. And then I say, or or if they say that, I say, how many slaves do you own? Mm. And then that, you know, make them think for a minute. Like, what? He said, what do you mean? I was like, well, you called me a nigga. You said, you said I'm your nigga. I'm like, well, how many niggas do you own? How many slaves do you own? Like, because <laughs> like, I know that we don't, we shouldn't be talking like that. Nobody's anybody's nigga. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now I don't want to throw this out right fast. Now I, I wish y'all can see this. I'm just going to only play some of it. Y'all can't see it now. This is from Disclosed TV. Now there was uh, on a, on a thread on Twitter. Um, 
This is children being paraded across stage, urging them to pose at L.A. Drag Club in the middle of the night. Now, this look like two little girls. Um, shit, I don't know, probably range from, I guess, 9, 10, maybe 11, maybe. Now, I'm going to play the video. It's only a couple of seconds. This is a sister look like she, I guess she's at the drag club at seven. I guess she even, you know, she's, you know, outraged as this, even though she's at this club, but still, again, check this out. I'm just, y'all can only hear it, what she's saying. Let her comment. I mean, narrate. Why in the hell do these people got these fucking little bitch Let me stop for one second. Now, what's happening now is as a now these are Caucasians, Europeans. Uh, despite that, these are children. Uh, a, a dude in drag, a dude in drag, brought out two seem to be two young girls out. Now they they brought them on stage and they posing and everything. And then they, as they come out on stage, he's kind of just you know parading them around and people throwing money at them and some fool having the nerve to holler USA USA let me go back here they voguing and everything They posing and everything. They're doing the little model catwalk. And grown ass people throwing money at these little girls. And then a drag saying, get your money, get your money. That's a sin and a shame. Yeah, now. Now, huh? What do you say? USA, USA. Yeah, see, see, now see, this is the shit right there that we talking about, right there. There was a, there was a thing with this little, uh, and it was I had that magazine. Um, it was uh, what's that goddamn thing? Uh, National Geographic. They had an article about it was a dude, a uh, little boy. I think he called himself Devin the Magnificent or something. They had this little boy, I think he was like nine years old, dressed in drag, and he was going to, just like them little children do it, going to adult strip, I guess it was strip clubs, a drag club, and they had him parading around on stage, grown-ass men were throwing money at this little nine-year-old boy uh, who was so-called a, a drag, dressed in drag, throwing money at him. And he was like doing like little poses and all that type shit, two splits and all of that old stuff. They were throwing money, but that right there. See, I tell I tell y'all, man. Hey, y'all. When, when they brought in this whole thing about the LGBT stuff, that was only precursor. That was what's to come. That was only precursor to what was to come. That was just to open the door to a lot of other um, dysfunctional and and bad behavior shit that was coming. Because I'm telling y'all, man, pedophilia is right behind that shit. Once you accepted that right there. You was you getting ready to open the door to, to, to pedophilia. That right there with that with the children, these little girls, and like I said, a strip club after midnight. 
I mean, not a strip club, but a drag club. Might as well be a strip club. Somebody should and, be arrested. And, and no, no, that's that's California. That's California, baby. The most liberal, most almost in L.A. too. Oh shit! No, no, sir. They not. Because remember, again, now there was an article that I read to y'all a while back. Remember now, in California, it was a certain part of California. Remember now, they passed they a, they passed the bill that if you are a homosexual, and I'm using the biblical terminology, I have to state that the biblical terminology. If you were a homosexual and you was a man, it would have been ten year, ten years a I mean a ten year gap between this man and a minor. You cannot be you cannot get the full strength penalty and you cannot be registered a sex offender because you're homosexual as a just say a straight man, right? Uh so called straight man. Uh a heterosexual man. He have sex though with a little girl, probably. He's I don't know, say he's thirty or something like that. He have sex with a twelve year old girl, right? And he gonna get his he gonna get his dick string, excuse my French, y'all. Let me see. He, he gonna get his penis knocked in the dirt. As they used to say, white I them white boys, they gonna knock his dick in the dirt. He gonna get his he gonna get the <laughs> his knocked off. They gonna penalize him to the highest degree, and he's gonna be registered. He might go to jail. Might he might just get probation? Depends on how his lawyer be. But he's gonna be registered as a sex offender. But if you are a homosexual though, that rule don't apply to you. If that same dude, thirty five, has sex with a twelve year old boy. Have sex with a three-year-old boy. They're gonna say, "Well, he might spank him on the hand as a misdemeanor and stuff like that." And he would not be registered as a sex offender. They lighten the penalty where they like, "Okay, well, you know, since he's since you're homosexual, you get this is your special benefit. This is like AARP, you know, senior citizen senior citizen benefit. On our membership of AARP, you got certain benefits. I'm telling you, what this is, what that is, right there." I'm telling y'all, man, pedophilia is at y'all door. It's going to be like everything else they're trying to do. It's going to be the new that wanted to be. It only will happen if we allow it. And when we are being quiet, like we did with all this other stuff, it's going to happen. Now you got these young children right in these damn clubs. They are the people ought to be outraged like a mother sucker. Mm-hmm. Them, I don't give a fuck if it is. It is white children, black children, turquoise. I don't give a fuck if it was aliens, Martians from Mars, green goddamn people. They say green was in there, and they were children in there. And grown LJ, people. he need to be downtown LA. Come on, brother, y'all, y'all, come on. That's bullshit, man. LJ, he need to be down there protesting in front of LA, and you know, down there with a sign. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. Yes, sir. And, and, but you know they they pass laws. These politicians now, oh, these politicians say if 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 they, if they did that, LJ gonna get scrutinized. LJ gonna be in trouble because why? They gonna say hey, he ain't got no business saying that because what? They're protected under the law. Oh, this federal law, LJ would get smacked with a goddamn hate crime. He's hating on them. He would get smacked with a federal hate crime, damn near. If he can't, if just say, I'm just using my brother LJ because you, you use him in it, utilize him in that. He would get mm-hmm. charged with hate crime if he tried to even go out and do that. That's they constitute. Well, that's they right, man. That's they right to do that. They bagged by federal law. They got, now they got the Equality Act that, that bagged them up. See, that's why I told y'all, but we were talking about this voting. 
with you, who you voting for, and then you see when you voted for that bullshit, you voted for these certain people. This, this is the shit that you was voting for. See, I tell you, it's a big, it's a big element behind all of this shit that you have to pay attention to. You have to recognize. You might like, you might like this person because they, 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 they articulate, they word right. You know what I'm saying? They can say it better than, uh, uh, they can talk better than Brother Sunray or whatever. But hey, the underlining, the, the policies that these people are bringing in, the shit that they are trying to do, is what's going to get you. You better watch it. A motherfucker talk good all he want to. They can pronounce these words. You hear all the A's and the B's and all the syllables, all that shit you want to. But you better be attentive to what they're trying to do. What they say, man, the beast of the field was the most clever of all the creatures of the field. He was most cunning, as they say most cunning and most clever so yes they're going to articulate yeah he could be dougie fresh he could be the most sharp dressed person it is but that is to just influence you to bring them into their way of life and being deceptive it's just like they said in the garden man that as they say man the garden of Eden. i'm just using these uh metaphors for a minute but when they say they say, say uh he saw how the tree was delightful to the eye it was delightful, man, to have this wisdom and this knowledge. And when they partook of it, like, oh, we don't messed up now. God damn it. If we had a stuck to the goddamn rules that we was given, that shit was like bling, bling. You know what I'm saying? Like big diamonds, like platinum. It looked good. Like they said, whatever, all things that look good ain't good for you. Everything like food, everything we like that tastes good ain't good for you. Most shit that, that you don't like. They don't like the way it tastes. It's more healthy for you. It's more healthy. Yeah, yeah, I, I know it's a lot of stuff. I don't be like, man, I don't like the way it tastes. But it's, it's, it's healthy for me. I want that good sweet shit, man. I want some, man, you know, shit that, that's, that's sweet. I like that. I take that. But it ain't it ain't always healthy for me. It's got a lot of sugar in it, a lot of preservative. It got a lot of this in it. And it ain't good for me. It's killing me on the slick side. Yeah, it tastes good. But it's killing me. <laughs> That stuff that don't taste good, man. Yeah, uh, like like back in the days, we would talk about how our grandmother them and mother them used to give us that goddamn cod liver oil. Ooh, that fish oil. That wow, that was nasty. But it would wipe clean out everything up out of you. All of them impurities they would get out of you. But it tastes like you were drinking swamp water. Goddamn it, whatever that tastes. But yeah. And, Oh, uh, something else, do I'm trying to make sure I got everything covered. That I was uh, some things that was sent to me. Make sure I got all that covered. Uh, oh, one more, one other thing. Also, we talking about shootings, right? Um, there was another brother. Let me see here. Uh, Isaiah Brown. I see this article here. I'm gonna get ready to go in overtime, y'all. So all y'all who listening in through the web browser, you can call in right fast. We get ready to get overtime just a little bit right here. So we get ready to get an overtime. The, the number to call in is every couple five six three three nines. That's three nines, y'all. Thirty five fifty two. That's one more. I get used to this damn over here, y'all. Five six three three nines. Thirty five fifty two. I see it like this here because it's easy to remember. So. Uh, uh, 60 seconds, you can call in. But anyway, we're going over just a little bit. Uh, according to uh, Washington News right here, uh, NBCWashington.com, uh, let me see when did this happen. On Wednesday, early Wednesday, they say the other name, Isaiah Brown, 32 years of age, is in intensive care. 
after being shot 10 times. God damn. Outside his home, Pottsville. Uh, this is Pottsville County. Um, and this is a crazy part right here, right? It says a Virginia man was shot multiple times by a sheriff deputy after the deputy gave him a ride home. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I heard that. After he gave him a ride home, uh, left and and then came back to the man's home for help. I found intensive care with ten shot wounds after being shot outside his home uh, early Wednesday. The family said, um, "Let me see." The, the home hair care aide family told uh, News 4, they have no idea why the deputy opened fire. They said the officer just started shooting at him for no reason. I didn't hear a warning shot. No, I didn't hear it. Wait a minute. I didn't hear, a, yeah, a warning shot. All of the hell, they don't get no warning shot. So you wasn't going to hear no warning shot. Shit, I don't, you, you hear that. Put the gun down or stop. Now, he said, all I heard was hands up one time. And... He would, uh, and it says, and all he had was his phone. So I know he had his hands up. Isaiah brother told the police or the news reports. So this, this is, this is now they saying this police officer, right? Which was so-called a European. Here we go again. And this was a brother, right? Um, he said his car broke down, right? His car ended up breaking down and the, and the police actually gave him a ride home. And then again, here we go again, y'all. Family disputes. The family still, it was the police was called right back. The sheriff department was called, and um, and the call was what well, is it characterized as a domestic situation between Isaiah and family members. And I said sources close to the police said that his, you know, uh, said there was a complaint. I guess he wanted to. Uh, they said Mr. the brother who got shot, Isaiah Brown, wanted to get one of his brothers to take him back to his car, you know, dad broke down because he was worried about his car getting towed. And then I guess some stuff had escalated between him and the family and some arguing and somebody called the police and I don't know, man. And, but anyway, the brother got ended up getting shot. Thankfully this time it wasn't a result that the brother, uh, was killed in this situation, but God damn. Ten times though? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Ten. You were trying to kill him. He didn't kill him. Yeah. He, uh, I forgot. Damn. I should have said he got hit. Uh, let me see what the article. He got hit. I'm trying to find where he got hit. He got hit in several places. Well, shit, you know, if he got hit ten times, I was trying to find an article exactly where he got hit at. Everywhere. Yeah. Got shot everywhere. I think the. Man. I thought I what a neck and some other places, but yeah. So man, yeah, uh, that, see, that's what I was saying again. Sometime when I, I like with the situation with the young sister, man, you'd be like, uh, you don't know what to be. that situation is. Now that situation is totally different from this situation. Totally, be totally different from this situation. That situation with the young sister, we seen from the video. According to the video, she was in the motion of trying to stab and injure, or injure or kill or harm someone else. Um, but this situation, there's no video footage on this one here. There seems to be no video footage of the spy's body cam anyway, um, that they saying. Um, so we don't know. But some that's when you say that ten times when you see it. That's when you start saying, Yeah, defund the motherfucking police. Get rid of their ass <laughs> all the situation when you wanna say, Yes, get rid of them. 
like the situation with the, the, the police, the lady with the taser. That's when I want to yeah, be in agreement with him. Yeah, defund the police, get rid of the goddamn ass, do something. Now, that's when I kind of be in agreement with him. And there's, there's, there's plenty of times where I be in disagreement with some of the, they bull crap. Sometimes you be like, well, hey, bro, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, some things, like I said, some people call, like I said, some things, uh, um, you have to be careful what we do to, to, to warrant certain things. And I go back to, and I always say this, and I ain't going to change this. And not to say I, I, I um, justify them brother getting killed or the sister going back to um, Eric Garner and uh, Sister Sandra Bland, Mike Brown. I mean, not Mike Brown. Uh, I don't can't say what I feel about that one. But our brother Eric Garner could have been still alive today. Why? And I'm saying this. No disrespect to the you know, dead or nothing, but I think our brother could have been still alive today if he just would have just say, fuck it, man. It ain't no cigarette, bro. I, man, this punk ass. It's like y'all see how something drew to Man, this punk ass, weak ass charge, man. I'll be out tomorrow. Man. This ain't shit, bro. I'm going to jail. I'm not going to jail today for some cigarettes. And, you know, the police see that you're doing something wrong. They're going to detain you by any means necessary. It is with that. It's just straight like that. And the brother, you know, you know, as they say, resisted from going to jail for selling cigarettes. Now I know people say that's petty shit, but still, again, now if we see the now that we see the end results, what happened from him saying I'm not going to jail? Now how how do some of us feel about that statement? Do you still feel that? He shouldn't have went there. You know, they, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not justifying that ain't, how it, that ain't how it went down, though. But I yeah, I'm not justifying them choking the brother. I got the whole tape. I got the whole tape. Yeah, I'm not justifying it, but like I said, still again, like Sandra Bland, when the police told her, put the cigarette out, what happened? It's my car. When she was just going to get a, a, a citation or whatnot and gone on by her business. But, you know, I'm not like, see, Somebody understand what the fuck I'm saying. Somebody take it that like, no, man. No, 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 no. It's all right. Look, I could ride with you with Sandra Bland. I, she messed up. She she messed up big time. She was calling that cop P word. I know that. See, some things you escalate. Don't give them motherfuckers the opportunity. Don't give them what they're looking for. If you know that these motherfuckers, if you say this is your fucking enemy and then you know this, live to see another motherfucker. I'm not saying to be no coward, no bitch, or nothing like that, no punk ass person. Learn to see another motherfucking day. This shit, man, just not just shit. Well, I agree. Learn, Garner, learn it, didn't that. it didn't happen get, like that. Get out of these situations. Just get that motherfucking citation or whatever, man, and go on about your motherfucking way. Don't get him the mother. Don't get him what they looking for. That's all I'm saying. Don't get him what they fucking looking for. I hear for. you. And you right. Now what, now, what was the Eric Garner? What was the different part with Eric Garner that I may be missing? All right. So if you was watching the video when the cops approached him he was standing in front of the store and he was just standing there talking to him then all of a sudden they come up behind him and in front of him and start telling him to put your hands behind your back and all this and then they tackle him to the ground so they didn't even give him a chance to do anything other than they wanted to take the man down and then cuff him See what I'm saying? So he, he, they didn't talk to him long enough to say, 
look, man, look, you know, we're arresting you because you out here loitering or, or, you know, selling cigarettes. They didn't say any of that. It wasn't about the cigarettes. It wasn't even, they weren't talking about that. It was about him being out there and him breaking up a fight that just happened. And he was on the scene and whatnot, and he was talking about talking to the cops, and they was talking to him, and he was they was he was just standing there for a long time, and they was having a conversation, and all of a sudden, they want to put him in cuffs and stuff. He's like, "Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute." And then after he was like saying, "Hold on, wait a minute," they said, "Okay," they tackled him down, and then the biggest one of them got on the back of his neck and put him in an actual chokehold and was choking him in a chokehold as he was saying, I can't breathe over and over again. I can't breathe, you know, as he as and it's just like the uh, George Floyd where the extra cops was on the rest of his body. These extra cops was all over the rest of Eric Gardner's body the same way. It was just all these cops with their weight all over his body, and the one cop was choking him to death as he was saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Like he said it 11 times, and every time he was saying it, it was a weaker, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, you know, like that. And so <laughs> so you got to just, this dude who was on the scene, he videoed that whole the whole situation and he was under a lot of scrutiny and uh, he was being threatened by the police because he had that footage and he had shown that footage and then they had the trial and all that and they were threatening him and all this stuff too because he was the one who taped it but just see if you can find that on YouTube because it's probably on YouTube somewhere where Eric Garner is killed by the cops, so I would put in something like that on YouTube, Eric Garner being killed by the cops, and it should come up, and the whole entire video should be available, and if, once you watch that, man, you watching a man die right before your eyes, because you see him die right there, and it's so clear, and you hear the conversation of the person who has the camera who's talking to the cops, saying, yo, man, get off of him, man. Yo, y'all killing him, man. He said he can't breathe. You know what I mean? You look at that. That's a chokehold. You can't, you're not supposed to use a chokehold. And this is real heavy New York accent dude who's speaking back and forth to the cops, like, oh, man, y'all pussies, or whatever he's saying, you know. Like, he's going off on them as they're doing what, so he's pleading with the cops to get off of Eric, you know, let let him go. and the brother said that he had a lot of sleepless nights because he wished that he could have did more to try to save Eric's life because he couldn't do anything other than just to, to, to go back and forth with the cops to try to get him to get up off of him. But they wouldn't get up off of him, just like George Floyd, like that shaving dude, he wouldn't get up off of George Floyd's neck. Well, his knee and his neck all the way on the ground and his knee on his back of his neck. And it's just a similar thing. It's a chokehold. He's using the ground as another part, as a chokehold associated with his knee and the weight of his body and his hand and his pocket anchoring him to the ground to apply extra pressure for nine and a half minutes. Now, now I understand. I just, I just peeped at some of the video tremendous ago. You did? 
That's what's I've been up. Speaking, but yeah, you gotta watch it in its entirety without anybody, you know, like you can I'm hear. This actually, now. I'm, 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 I'm just peeping at something. It is like this small little clip. It is like two something minutes as you was talking. Now, the police did have an interaction with him before they tried to handcuff him. He was like, I ain't did nothing. I hadn't did nothing. I ain't did nothing. So they did have an interaction with him and talked to him. And even the thing they're saying that they, they was telling him about selling legal cigarettes because they said that he was arrested there before in that same spot for selling so-called illegal cigarettes. Now, I say this again, and people really have to understand. When y'all hear Sunray talking, y'all have to really understand. When I look at shit, man, I'm not looking at shit on a surface level. See, you got to understand, I'm looking at a lot of different angles. I'm looking at things from like a cause and effect, a cause and effect situation. If this, like, I took a thing called decision making class years ago when I ain't gonna lie, when I was locked up, and it's all the things about the decisions you make that cause that brings you to a certain outcome. What if you had to did this? What if you had to done that? So my thing again, I'm not in agreement with the police or saying justifying about them choking the brother out, being in that chokehold. That's not what I'm saying here. It's not a hell of a way. I'm a hell of a long way from agreeing with that. It was wrong. It was. But I say again, that's what I mean when I say that certain situations we have to look at what like when I was on the last job I was on working um in the garbage field, we all had safety. They always had safety meetings. Sometimes that shit got on my goddamn nerve. The shit they say, because <laughs> sometimes it don't be nothing you could have done. But they always ask this question though: when they have an accident, we have a safety meeting. We got to go back and watch the film because they had cameras in the truck. They go back and watch the film, and they always ask it, us. Now, even if sometimes it wasn't in that person's, uh, it, it would have been in the, uh, like a driver say like the, the, the garbage truck hit another car or something like that. And they found out it was the other person's fault, though. But they always go back and ask, what could the driver of the garbage truck had done different? What could they have done different to maybe stop this accident from happening? Sometimes we all say nothing. He couldn't have done shit. And sometimes it don't. But sometimes that is a thing you, that you find that, well, he could have done this or he could have or she could have done that. And then this probably wouldn't have happened. So, again, when I look at certain situations, like with the Eric Garner, with the um, sister Sandra Blair, and I'm not, like I said, for the record, y'all, please understand what I'm saying. I'm not just to find them fucking getting killed. I'm just looking at certain things where sometimes our fucking mouths in certain situations, man, you put yourself in an uncompromised position. You understand, man, when you fucking with the police, when they come and say they're going to detain you and arrest you, by any means fucking necessary, they're going to detain you, whether you willingly want to go or unwillingly. Y'all understand that bullshit. That's what the fuck I'm trying to tell you. And excuse me for sounding <laughs> hard. I'm trying to tell y'all some shit that'll stop a lot of this bullshit right. that we are seeing, man. That's what I'm just saying. Yep. So with the situation with Eric Gunner's smallest shit is and the dude had said in the video, I'm not going back again. I'm not going to jail today. And he was right. He didn't go to jail. He didn't, and I'm not, he didn't go to jail, brother, but he, if he knew that outcome was going to be such it would have, he would have went to jail. 
he would have went to jail, probably made bond, got the fuck out, let it see another day. But them bastards, when they want to get you, they're going to want it. Like when they tell you, put your hand behind your back, bro, they're going to put your mother behind your back, bro. You better just do it. They you just better do it. You're right. That's all I'm saying. That's all what I'm it. saying. That's all what Russ Sunray's saying, y'all. Come on. You better do it. And y'all understand how they are being trained. As soon as you don't do it, they're going to go on you. They gonna, what they're going to do. They, I've seen plenty of this stuff. Listen, just yep. go ahead. Resisting and arrest. Resisting arrest. Same shit, bro. They tell me, they, t- they talk to me and talk about this stuff. They say, they like, bro, come on now. I had black police tell me about this stuff. He said, bro. He said he feel a dude like he would put your hand behind your back. He said he can feel a dude tensing up. He said, bro, please don't do that, man. Please don't don't do this, bro. Don't make it hard on yourself. I see. I, said, I feel right. you tensing up. He like don't. He said, nah, nah, bro. Then he said, go on, just put your hand behind your back. Come on, bro. Don't do it, bro. You can go, man. This shit ain't nothing. I, he's all up and do get you. You pull away. You yank away. That's your behind. It's your ass, don't bro. Don't yank away. If you I'm telling you, bro. You, you might as well just get yourself cuffed because ain't nothing you can I, do. I learned how to maneuver through these motherfucking streets fucking with them, man. By fucking with them. Mm-hmm. And even I had white police try to tell me certain shit how to do. Man, hey, look, because I used to drive, drive like all this shit. They used to tell me, hey, look, man, you're going to drive the street, bro. Look, all you got to do is do such and such and such. And uh, we'll never know you. So, you know, they used to put, you on, put me up on game on a lot of shit. But like I said, bro, just, hey, play the. Look, because you got some out here, police, looking for some shit to you. Looking for some, some, like I said, some action. Like, what's that? I think it was Sid Entertainer. I think that was on Kings of Coming. It was when he was talking about he in a movie theater. You go go get some popcorn, come back. Somebody might be sitting in your seat. What he said, I wish a mother would be in my seat because you ready to jump off and do some shit. You probably got some police just out there like that. And they pull over something, like well, uh, uh, Day Day. Day Day on, it, uh, uh, on Friday. We got action. They looking for some action. They looking for that shit. I know my right. Got one. Got one. So don't be the one that give them what they fucking looking for. That's all what I'm saying. Don't be that to get it. If you see that situation, you feel that tense energy coming from them. You feel that vibe like this motherfucker here gonna be some shit. He gonna be crazy. Let them go on about. I'm gonna tell y'all. Give you a quick story. Like I, said, I was in Mississippi one. I ain't gonna give you a whole story. I know I'm driving in Mississippi, no license, boy. You don't fuck around in Mississippi. I went to jail once before down there driving a license. And then, but I went this time and I, I seen the roadblock. I said, oh, shit. So I tried to turn around and I turned around and somebody drive away. And by the time I was going back, I don't know what they, they probably was hiding because they have some police down in the roadblock. They have some, but they know people gonna, like me was going to try to turn around and not go through the roadblock. So they pulled my ass over. He's like, where you were going? Where you going? I said, no, nah, man, I'm going. So you trying to go to the casino? I said, no, nah, I got lost. I was me and my wife just came from Eden, and I was trying to go back to find my way back to Memphis. He said, no, you weren't. You were trying to go to the casino? He said, hold tight. And I know I got some spending lives. I took, I started getting my wife, my money and shit out of my pocket, my wallet. I said, man, I'm finna fucking go to jail. I said, man, y'all just come on, y'all just come get me out. This is another. So the police came back to the car. He like, uh, hey, you see that road right there? Oh, young, young white dude. Young white dude. I'm way older than you, I know. And uh, he was like, you see that road right there? That's the road to Memphis. He gave me my ID and all that shit back. No, I got suspended life. Now, I supposed to have been automatically going to jail, and especially in another whole state. He's like, you see that road right mm-hmm. there? That's the road to Memphis. He said, get your black ass on it and get out get out of here. You think, hold up, hold up. Now, I supposed to have been black power. Who the fuck you think you talking to, nigga? 
<laughs> calling him mm-hmm. a nigga. Crack a little bit mm-hmm. open to her. He fucked up. Mm-hmm. She definitely supposed to But you definitely, you know what I did? I said, yes, sir. And I burned rubber on his ass. I, when, I hit, when, I, when I took off, that motherfucker started burning the child. I burned rubber. I thought he was going to pull on rock. I got, I did what he said. I got my black ass on that road and got the fuck up out of Mississippi. Word. See, you the active fool. Who the fuck you think you talking to? Man, you got me messed up, dog. When you said, get your black ass on that road, I could have cut up. But then what would that would have did? I, I'm, I, I, got, I didn't go to jail. I didn't get my ass Man. choked out. Hell up. <laughs> hey, I think, that's Man, all I said. This must be. It must be like driving through Patterson, New Jersey. Man, that's gotta be one of the worst cops in the whole country. What about Patterson, New Jersey? You get pulled over in Patterson. So many people get pulled over going through Patterson. It don't make no sense. And that's Man. a way to New York City. So if you going to New York, coming from Pennsylvania, any kind of way, and then you have to go through Patterson, New Jersey, to get to New York, and they pull over everybody black going through there. They see, Man. yeah, and and I just throw out too, brother. It's just like a situation. I mean, and, and sisters, don't please don't forget me wrong. Well, I, you just hell, brother, too. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna use my my sisters a little bit. I'm gonna use y'all as example. So don't beat me up when y'all see me. Brothers, it's just like what I'm saying about sometimes dealing with the police. Feel how the conversation going, that energy. If you see it's been a hostile situation, a hostile situation with one of them, right? It's just like being in a having an argument, disagreement with you and your mate, or your wife or whatever, right? You say, hey, bro, hey, baby, look, you know what? Whatever. She's still trying to argue. You like, whatever, baby. Hey, hey you win. I'm through. She's still trying to argue. Keep the shit going. You say, fuck it, I'm through. It's just like one of them situations. Learn to like, hey, man, tap out on that situation. So with that right. one, like the police, bro, like, don't give them a fuck what they asking for. Because some of them are just going to keep on nagging and nagging until they, they get what they want. And you might argue with that woman and whatever like that. And, man, hey, bro, this shit might get way out. Of, and then hit one of y'all and go to jail for domestic violence. Like, hey, baby, look. Like my mom used to say, hey, man, when one want to argue with you, hey, just let her argue by herself. Like I said, argue with a, let a fool argue by herself. You know what I'm saying? You just gonna tap out. Yeah, I, I do that. I, I share shit. I do that now. My wife, I like, you know what? You, whatever. I'm gone. I'm through. I'm through with the conversation. You won. You won. Uh-huh. I don't. She wrong. I, I ain't gonna keep on. But because they ain't gonna do it. Keep going on, going on to something else. We are gonna keep on. I said, you know what? You won. You're right. You're right. Whatever. Yeah. Sometimes it. you gotta let it go. Let them think they won. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then they keep on for that shit. Like, hey, man, that's hey. <laughs> I, don't, I just let them argue with the goddamn self. So it's like some of them police, like they pull you over, he looking for something to jump off. You know, some don't don't be the one to give them. Somebody else rather come along and give them exactly what they want. You like, damn, that's the fool that pull, that's the police that pulled me over. Damn, he shot dude. He beat the shit out of dude, man. Damn, he had just pulled me over earlier. I'm glad I didn't crazy to that fool because you want to. Even what he was looking for. That's all what I'm saying, y'all. Some shit, man. You gotta learn. We gotta learn how to maneuver through this situation. Like they said, man, we behind. If we behind enemy lines, we have to learn how to maneuver behind enemy lines. That's all I'm saying. We gotta learn how to maneuver through this fucking society, man. That's true, man. Some of y'all ain't even. Some of y'all live in gang territory. 
and, 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 but you know how to maneuver through there because you're not in the game or whatever or, you know, one of them organizations. You know how to maneuver through there without getting your ass beat because you ain't affiliated. So I'm saying you got to learn how to maneuver through this bullshit, man. What do you say? Maneuver through the matrix? That's what we have to learn how to do. That's mm-hmm. all it's easy. It's easy. Okay, learn not to be a victim. Learn not to be a victim. It ain't right. You know, that's not it. Like to say, not to be a victim. Stay out of certain places that you shouldn't got. You don't want to be stay out of certain places. You shouldn't have your ass. And I know we can girls ready to go in. You know, damn anywhere you want to go. But certain places is not is is not safe to go. Like me, I don't go in certain places, man. I like hell no, nah, I'm not fucking around like that. Yeah, just <laughs> like certain places I want. I I love my I love us as a people, but in certain places I ain't finna go all a whole bunch of black folks at. I'm just I'm just gonna be tell y'all straight to the truth. If it's an outing or something, I know if it'll be a whole bunch of like the young crazy ass folk. I'm I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I know it's be crazy like Juneteenth. Like Juneteenth, it used to be a place here called Douglas Park in Memphis. Every damn Juneteenth, somebody gets shot every goddamn what? year. Not in and Juneteenth, I bro. It in a place, Douglas On Park, Juneteenth? and Frederick Douglas. And, and think about it, the Frederick Douglas Park every right. Juneteenth, brother. That somebody don't make no sense, shot. man. You know what I'm saying? And when I I didn't know about when I learned about Juneteenth, I wanted to go. I was like, damn, it would be. I want to check out, but they're like, nah, bro, hey, you don't want to go there, bro. I said, well, why not? Shit. And then they started telling me, and I started looking this shit up every time. I'm like, nah, you're right. So what I'm going to tell you what, what they had to do. What the elders had to do, because the elders was trying to go, and then the young people going, acting the goddamn fool. They had to split it up. So now they got another park called Robert Park. It's a black guy, a uh, black man who had it, um, named Robert, Robert Park. He did some historical stuff here in Memphis. Now they had the elders, they let them people, the younger people have, and they still doing the same shit basically every year, fighting and acting a damn fool. Still, it's been carrying on for this is a it's basically a ritual that they do every year. Now the elders had to move and start having it somewhere else downtown. They started having it in River Park downtown, the Juneteenth Festival, to get away from them young folks. Yep. They had That's to, uh, crazy. I'm telling you, brother. Now, I haven't been to a Juneteenth still yet. Yeah. We we got the best Juneteenth celebrations here. Yeah, you better not come to Memphis. Never heard about no kind of violence whatsoever. Yeah. They don't have nothing to do with our Juneteenth celebration. Don't come to Memphis for it. Yes, sir. Because you damn sure going <laughs> you go get shot at. Yes, That's sir. ridiculous. Well, I mean, that's that one. they must don't know their history. That's what what they out there for. They don't understand the history of Juneteenth and what it represents. They don't care. It's, it's it's like you know how some people they say, man, black people, and I and I know I'm sound like I'm beating up on us. You know how they say, man, black people to celebrate any goddamn thing just so they can have a barbecue and get drunk and drink some beer and all yeah, that. That's what, it's just it's just like a party for them, just to get out, showcase their cars and. And all that old shit, man, and 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 women out there half ass naked, bro. It ain't they don't give a damn. Like the African no, ape, dude. You you would think that's the well, they taking it the wrong way, man. They take it, it don't, the wrong. Yeah, way. it's a, it's a it's just a gathering spot 
to get out and showcase other stuff. They don't care about the history about what Gene Juneteenth about. It's like the African April here. I call it, I don't even call it African April. I call it African American April. It's African American in April. It's because it really don't have nothing to do with what they be doing. Only thing they have out there is selling African uh, garments and stuff like that. They might have some, you know, somebody doing some African dances and stuff. But I call it African American April. Because it was like African-American, and I call it that, y'all, not trying to be disrespectful to us because we was born here. But they don't have shit to do with whatever country they're supposed to be representing, really. It's, it's pitiful. And the people that are out there, like I said, it's just a way to have good out, gather up. Now, I ain't heard about no 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 chaos there, now, number one, because it's downtown where all the police at. That's number one, too. Well, I guess that ain't making no difference because somebody just got shot down by Beale Street the other night. They doing that now. You see, you can't go nowhere. That's heavily saturated with police down there. So it's it's just crazy, man. Like I said, if we don't value our own lives, who the fuck else we are? But again, I think a lot of it because I don't know, man. I'm just looking at it like I was going back to the dog thing. We have been... And I don't want to use that term. We have been misabused. Like people said, dogged out so much. We have been abused so much as a people, you know, you know, coming up through this journey here in America. That we don't know how to treat ourselves. We don't know how to treat things in nature. We just forgot about all of this. this that's Africanness. Africanness. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right. The Africanism that's in us. Loving nature, respecting nature, respecting life. We don't forget all about all that because the people that we was around and having that abuse and that trauma, as our sister, uh, sister uh, George DeGray, who wrote that excellent book, and y'all can find some of her work on YouTube, the post-traumatic slave syndrome, and that is true. Some of us do have this post-traumatic slave syndrome. That's all we know how to do, abuse. So that's why I said we tie the dogs in the damn yard and you think about a, uh, uh, one of our ancestors who did something, the white man, he, he hated and he tied him out to the damn tree out there and just let him suffer. Don't give him no water and just sit out there in hot ass sun all day, no water, no food and let him suffer because they didn't pick enough cotton that day, you know, just all type of shit. Uh, and think about the breeding. That's why in, in the other thing too, I just think about the, even the dogs. And I know I might be, I don't know, y'all. Maybe I'm carrying it. And it, it kind of hurt it, hurt me as well. Because um, I think about, I thought about this, like a dog, when a dog had the puppies. And you know, you can't keep all of that puppies. And you give a puppy away. You know what I, I was thinking about? When a dog had puppies, and you had to give puppies away to different people. I thought about us as ancestors, how when a mother had a child on the plantation. They split that mother, take that child and sell it off to another plantation and she never see that child again. That's how I, I'm telling y'all, man, it sounds fucking crazy. So many shit may sound that crazy. That happened to me one time. You're going too far with this. No, because that happened remember to me one time, man. They bred us like that, man. They bred us I like broke that. Up, I broke up a family of cats one time, man, by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Because somebody wanted one. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't. And keep them all. About, I found about three or four beautiful kittens, and they was just. I, I was looking around. I didn't see the mom nowhere, and they was kind of in a box and just somewhere to the side, right? And abandoned. 
Yeah. So I grabbed and put him in the car, and I took him to the SPCA. And when I was there, I gave him to the SPCA. But then it was one of the cats. This young lady was up there to the SPCA to get a, a to get a cat, a kitten. So she looked at one of the kittens that I was bringing in, and she said, "Can I have? Can I have this one?" And I just said, well, uh, I guess so, and I gave it to her, and she went on and took it. And the other three I gave to the SPCA. But in hindsight, I was like, man, I broke up a family there. They brother is gone, and it's just the other three now. And, you know, like you said, and back in those other times when they broke up our families and sold us on the auction block and separated us from our mothers and um, our fathers and brothers and sisters is very similar to how we treat our animals and how people abuse animals and they are hard on animals and they end up being hard on their family because a lot of times you bring that same trait with you when you talk to your children. You would talk to them like you talk to your dog. You would talk to them and tell them the most gruesome words to describe what you want them to do. If you were trying to tell them to go upstairs, take your black-ass MF self upstairs, you know, like all this. Yeah. So so yeah. it's like a hard way to speak to a human being when you speak to a human being like you speak to a dog. Now, it shouldn't be like that. It should be more where you speak to your children in a way of love, where you don't speak to them with unkind words at all. And when you want them to do something, you speak to them in a way where you get your point across and you don't have to use any harsh words. Now, they might not do it. They might, like, didn't I tell you to go doing it, go do this or that? And you might have to repeat it. Or you might have to use a harsher tone when you say it the next time and then they get it and then they go and do what you ask them to do. But on the other hand, when we cuss them and tell them to do something, it's a, it's a scar there when you cuss at somebody and tell them to do something, because it's like when you talk to a dog and you say your dog felt offended and it looked sad when you talk to it real uh, unkindly. And so even dogs have the spirit of wanting to be respected and treated kindly and not in a harsh way or in a way that's uh, making them uh, become evil. If that's the, if that's not the intent, you, you might be scarring that poor dog by abusing him, by cussing at him and hitting him and Tying them up and leaving them tied up in the in the cold weather and the rain and everything, all that is abuse, and that's just similar to how enslaved people were treated here in this country too. We was abused and uh, mistreated, and weren't a lot of, in a lot of cases weren't uh, given the proper clothing to keep ourselves fit and to you know be clothed properly, and. Uh, so that's another way of treating a human being like an animal. And so we go back and forth with how we treat our dogs and how we treat each other. 
in a lot of cases, a lot of people raise their dogs to be vicious. And they talk to them in a vicious way or always in a harsh tone. Sit down. Come on. Let's, you know, get them. It's just more, you know, to, to make this dog to become hardened or become... Um, it's the same way with your children. If you talk to your children the same way, they're going to be psychologically scarred and driven to become introverted or extroverted in a point where they express themselves because of how they're being treated. They might try to be treat. They might treat other people how they've been treated. And they say hurt people hurt people. So if they're being abused in, in, in a different way, they're going to go out and, react on how they were abused it's like the law of cause and effect so something caused you to act this way and the effect of it is with the outcome of your expression on what you do so it's you we have to be careful on how we talk to our animals and as well as our human beings, our children and our brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and everybody, your peers and everybody, we should we should speak to each other in a friendlier fashion, in a more respectable fashion, in a more uh, common way of speaking to each other with love and, and respect versus how we speak to each other. And no one really puts up any um, boundaries and you just say anything and women are just saying this about each other, B word, this, throwing that word around like it's um, the N word towards one another. And they use that B word like it's the N word towards one another. And they'll use that B word as a term of endearment. At the same time, here's the next thing that they're doing with the B word. They're using it the same way as the N word. It's a term of endearment and it's a hate word. It's a hate word. I hate that B just like that N because she's the female part of of the N. So the B is the same thing. Or that's my bitch. I love her. Oh, she's so funny. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah. So it's a double-edged word again. On one end, it means love, and again, on the other end, it means hate. And so we got two words that we share in this black experience of using these words towards one another that are both dual-edged swords. They both are sharp on each end. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Sunray? Hey, I, <laughs> I cannot disagree with that. You should, I, I forgot about that. We sure right, though. Exactly what happened. Yes, sir. They throw that B word around so much, man. It's like, oh, my goodness. I can't even, I can't stand it. I, myself, personally, it's like, as we remember the women when we were growing up and our parents and how they talked to each other, and they never called each other this word like this. They might use the word but it was always choice words when they used them it wasn't a common word that you just used all the time <clears throat> it was always a choice place word if they used the word at all uh, and it would be describing something or what they were talking about or if my mother was on the phone with somebody and she was talking to one of her friends and I was young or five or six and I was you know uh, adolescent she would try to 
spell the word out. Say, yeah, that B-I-T-C-H, she did this, blah, 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 you know, like this. Or, you know, they would try to keep us from the harm of the words. And um, if they were speaking with the other adults and say they'd tell the children to go out the room because the adults is in here, we speaking, and they might be using a lot of bad words with each other because I remember the adults back in the day, they did get down with them bad words. But it was like how you use them, son, right? It was like the most, uh, it's like the most uh, natural way of expression. And, and, and as you use your words, like I think nobody can 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 use bad words. I'm not saying bad words meaning bad, but bad words meaning self-expression and you know just expressing oneself. So it's like Samuel Jackson. I don't yeah. think Samuel Jackson got nothing on you, Sun Ray. Like no. y'all, oh, both, y'all both can cuss him. Y'all both can cuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think yeah. I think you can outcuss Sunray. I mean, you can outcuss uh, Samuel Jackson. I love to see oh, that. No. I love to see that y'all go at each other. Like, um, fuck you, motherfucker. No, fuck you, motherfucker. Kiss my uh, ass. No, kiss my ass. You know. Yeah. Like you said, like you said, sometimes it's just a pressure, but you know, not the. I guess it's those words. But I don't like the moment to this baby language, brother. Y'all can't use them baby language. But it's like <laughs> another expression. Hell, it's, it's vernacular. Yeah. Hell, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, it's, it's, a, it's actually uh, it's poetry, man. It's really uh, yeah. it's, Sometimes it's, it's a beautiful thing, actually. Eating. Like, if you really think about it, it's really a wonderful yeah. way of expressing oneself, like, to the fullest yeah. expression. Well, sometimes I use um, Use it in a comedic way, not a, like a, like the a, a, a foul, you know, way. That's why sometimes I won't say like "f you," you know, type like. Well, yeah, I guess I would sometimes. <laughs> you, you have oh, you cuss out anybody. You, and it was something to I, I forgot, brother. Uh, just I got to throw this in. It just made me think by saying that it was something I agreed with Maxine Waters on one day. Now I had to tell you that I forgot, I forgot what the hell it was. Now could you believe that me? Agree with yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot. I had. I forgot to tell you that. Uh, it was something about uh, uh, with the with the Chauvin case, the situation. Uh, mm-hmm. something that she had. They was getting on her about the protest. Mm-hmm. Something, you know, on that. Mm-hmm. And it was. She had, It was on Twitter. Now I, 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 I called myself saving so I could talk about it. And I still forgot. Yeah, and I, and I kind of agree with old Maxine at that time. And I said, damn, I forgot to tell Justin about that. Wow, yeah. I didn't hear what exactly she said, but I'm really surprised you agree with her at all. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. head scratcher for me. Yeah, me too. You know, sometimes, everybody say, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you know, sometimes people say something, like you would say, the clock is right at least twice uh, twice a day. So, you know, Maxine, you know. <laughs> I give her okay, props. Give her, okay, give her a, a wrong clock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give I give her props. You know, some people do. You know, like sometimes they come through in the clutches. So I give her props. You know, I ain't gonna be that damn. I ain't that damn. I'm surprised, really surprised, because of what the play that she said, and that she was saying some about uh, protesting people doing something. Yeah, it, I figured you wouldn't some, agree with that at all. Yeah, it was something that she had said about that protest, and I'm like, well, you know, hey, I, 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 I agree with her this time. Hey, I, I, yeah, so yeah, I did, oh, I did. Well, oh, check this yeah, out, right? That's an amazing turnaround. 
there. You, hey, like I said, you know, some people write. Someone, hey, when truth is truth, hey, it, it is what it is. You don't get. But you ain't never been agree with her about anything, ever. So that's mm. why I'm surprised. You that's why I'm home. surprised. You ain't never said nothing in her favor. Oh, well, that's, that's one for the record. <laughs> go one for the record. Always, she's always start. See that we start. See that's what I'm saying. We always got to start somewhere. See that we always always disagree with one another. See that? See that? I'm talking about right there. Black folk, we see we find things. We find a common term somewhere. Then. So me and Maxine, we found one. <laughs> Auntie Maxine, man, that's Auntie Maxine. Yeah, Auntie Maxine. Yeah, they show what they call her. Oh, I want to throw this one out right fast. Take that. This is a trip right here. Uh, this from the uh, Daily Caller. I'm gonna hear get the hell out of here too. We we almost about okay. to go off anyway. But uh, uh, Daily Caller. Uh, it was it was funny, man. I see this. The DailyCaller.com. It says Black Lives Matter activists cancel protest for police shooting after learning the suspect was a white guy. It <laughs> 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 is Black Lives Matter protesters. They were set to march over the officer-involved shooting in Minnesota council rally after learning the suspect was a armed male. The, the, oh, well, then that makes sense. He was an armed white male. If he was an unarmed white male, he might have got a little play. Yeah. Yep. They said uh, <laughs> the initial pursuit happened Sunday afternoon on Highway 13 in uh, uh, Burnsville, according to the news, which the police was in pursuit of a, a, a male suspect. Uh, who was allegedly involved in a damn two carjacking? But it, anyway, but they said they counseled it because they found out oh, he was yeah. they counseled yeah. it. They trying to he make it like two people because he was white. That's what they tried to say. He had a confrontation oh, with the police. Well. That's what they tried to make the article seem like. They counseled just yeah. because he was like, nah, we about yeah, black. Of course, <laughs> get shot by police. Fuck them white folks. That's what they tried to make that article. Yeah, I know. Seem. That's what they. <laughs> I know. I found this part. I was like, "What?" They want to. They want to draw that comparison because of the brother who they had to use a robot to kill him. Remember Micah uh, Johnson? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, that brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he he was yeah. part of Black Lives Matter with you know them in Dallas or something, right? And he killed a bunch of cops after they had a Black Lives Matter protest or rally or a peaceful march. And then he yeah. just pulled out his heat, start shooting cops and everything. And so they want to paint Black Lives Matter. Ever since then, they've been trying to paint Black Lives Matter. Even before that, they've been trying to do away with them or paint them into a uh, paint them into a point where they look like a terrorist group or a group that's a, a black um, one of those what they call the ones the different groups. They were trying to label them a certain way. Yeah, like hate groups and all that. Yeah, hate, yeah, hate speech groups or whatever they call it. Well, yeah, they were they trying know. to do that. So you know, they would Matter like to do away. They hate Black Lives Matter. That whole thing. They hate it. <laughs> and the and the people who is the mostly involved in it is their people, the white people. It's heavily white uh, oriented. Yeah, ain't all no in black. Minnesota, you hardly see any black people out there terrorizing or, or protesting or burning up stuff and all that. It's mo- mostly white folks. Yeah, but you see Breonna Taylor, a uh, 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 mother, come out and start calling them some, some fakers, which most of us have been doing for a long time anyway. How they I use Breonna Taylor's name to just 
raise money like that's what we've been talking about how they use these people they use the word black like black lives that black just to make their money and um play off the sympathetic things off of, of, of like i said again i can say it time oh, and time yeah, again. i think i just heard that today something like that yes, yes. honorable minister lewis farrakhan said i heard him say it before you can make money off of black people suffering. So with Black Lives Matter, that's exactly what they done. Now you see how that lady, one of the organ, I mean the co-founders, how they've been getting on her about buying them damn mansion, the mansion or something like that, in an all white mm-hmm. neighborhood. Uh, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, the hood did it. See, it made enough. It made it made um, it matter to her just to get that goddamn. It's just a front, man. Mm-hmm. Just, like, just like a, a a big drug dealer buying a restaurant uh, as a front while he's still swagging kilos out the back door, talking about his flour. It's just flour for the cook for the for the for the cakes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they on payroll. Yeah, I bet it is. All right, I'm gonna get ready to get my tail up out of here, man. I gotta let, especially I gotta let my dogs out. Speedy, we're talking about who let the dogs out. Sunray finna let them out. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, one more time. It's always been a good show, man. Always been a privilege to be in the house, and I got to leave. But now, as we came in with, well, we didn't come exactly in with Black Rob, uh, but we're gonna leave out with Shock G and Digital Underground, man. Um, one more time, man. Um, and a peace and blessings be upon each and last one of those brother souls. Hopefully, they had a peaceful transition to, and people want to say the other side or the other dimensions, wherever we go. we I don't know. Ain't nobody never came back really to tell us. But uh, I heard I heard Black uh, Rob took the vaccine and he ended up dying. That's what I just recently heard. That's what they saying about a lot of them. They said that about, uh, what's his name, too? Um, somebody, maybe some, there was some speculation that was kind of thrown out about DMX. So I don't, ain't no telling, brother. Oh, you see, they took the band of Johnson when we go. They took the that where they primarily stopped the Johnson and Johnson. Now they they finna start it back. Now, even though they talk about the blood clots, they saying the the benefits of the Johnson John it outweigh, you know, the thing about people getting blood clots. Now, who the hell? Now, now somebody go. Now you can do what y'all want to do. Somebody ain't telling y'all don't. Y'all got to be out your damn mind. Knowing this is what the side effects is, you get a blood clot, and you say, "Well, I'm gonna take it, man. I'm gonna take my chances because I don't want coronavirus." And you fuck around and get a blood clot. Now, for me, I'm. You know what? I'm good on that one right there. I ain't messing with that. So did you you see Reverend Al? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did Uh. you see Reverend Al? He did the eulogy for Dante Wright at his funeral. No, I didn't look that he up. Was, he was really good. And he said that the police department, he said that their tags have expired. He said that Dante's tags was expired. He said, no, y'all tags have expired. He said, because y'all tags on racial profiling have expired. Y'all tags on treating us unfairly and using police brutality is, is has expired. He said, y'all tags have expired. You got to hear his sermon on that. And he said that the young Dante Wright was Minnesota's prince and that he was being laid to rest and he was the prince of 
you know, his time and, and everything, it was a very uh, good. Even uh, Ben Crump, he had a nice speech, and I was in agreement with everything that he was saying. And the brother really, um, the brother really, you know, he has a big heart. And um, a lot of people whose children were killed by cops and whatnot, even Eric Gardner's family was in attendance. And so was the sister we spoke of earlier, Sandra Bland's mother was in attendance. And the uh, George Floyd family was in attendance. And a whole lot of other people who had been killed by the cops family was in attendance at the funeral of Dante Wright. And the the most fantastic thing that I saw during the funeral was this guy, he was a award-winning trumpet player uh, who was playing the trumpet at the same time that a man was on the stage with a canvas painting uh, a, a photo. So he started out with this photo, painting it on the canvas, and he started it upside down. So as it's coming together, as the man's playing the trumpet, he's playing like the most beautiful song, whatever, on the trumpet, right? And at the same time, the man's painting, and by the end of the song, the painting is complete. And and he painted the whole picture upside down, and it was a picture of Dante Wright, and it was a fantastically, wonderfully done uh, painting of the young man, the young prince, Dante Wright. And so once he finished it and once the trumpet player finished, he took it from the canvas and turned it right side up, and it was Dante Wright smiling with that great smile of his, and his eyes were sparkling, and he had a nice haircut, and he was handsome and all like that. And it was it, it was just done in like maybe four or five minutes while the man was playing the trumpet. And he turned over the most prize-winning picture of a man, and he painted it upside down. And he turned it right side up once he was finished. And he did it before your eyes. Unbelievable. I've never seen nobody paint something upside down and then turn it upside, and then you see the whole face of the person that he painted. It was magnificent. And the Reverend Al Sharpton said that we are the children of God. We are the children of God. We are the children of God. While he was up there speaking, hmm. and he was—he yeah. he did a magnificent job. He was a, his his words were certainly anointed. Yeah, we are the children. We are the children of the Most High. But sometimes we acting like fat out damn devils. Now, nah, Reena, I say that, and, and I tell you, that's why. That's why I said again. No, no, no. Trying to throw things on this here. Like I said, y'all got finna go on a deeper level, y'all. And I ain't trying to say I'm going deep, y'all. But going. But what, and I kind of like what Candace Owens be saying. Uh, no, I'm finna get in trouble now. And Candace do always get in trouble because we thinking on the thing. Can't like. Um, what was? Hey, I'm trying to put it in a word. Like <laughs> trying to put it in a good word. They say it like, okay, he's the prince. But what about the people? Now I know it was deeper than 
right, about the tags. But then he have a warrant for robbery where he robbed some lady with gunpoint or did something to a certain woman. Why they was actually trying to uh, arrest him for the warrant in the first place. Everything is still, uh, no one can really speak on anything until all of the information comes out. So there's no really need to really speculate too much because the information is about to come out about everything that happened in the mm-hmm. stop and what it was. I mean, we've heard different things. I mean, what about the warrant? No, not, not that, the, but the warrant. was actually uh, we heard a warrant for his arrest for robbery at gunpoint now. His mother at the funeral, his mother got up at the funeral and um, the reverend asked his mother and his father to come up and speak. And they couldn't hardly come up with any words to say. And his mother said, his mother said that they told me today, he said that I found out today that it was his, um, they said that his tags was expired is the reason why they pulled him over. And Mm -hmm. so that's when the reverend Sharpton said, well, He said, Minnesota, your tags have expired. And he went on a, a, a war path on the cops and everything and everything. He he just went on out. Thought I would be here a year later after um, George Floyd's death doing a sermon for a young man that was killed by a woman who said she thought she was pulling out her taser and shot him in his, and shot him with a gun. Like, you know, he you got to hear his sermon, man. It's about an hour or something. The whole, the okay, whole I, funeral about two hours. But it's, I it's a beautiful I, I, funeral, man. I like, I mean, can I get about three minutes? Now, okay, exact point what I'm trying to make is something happened to me years ago. That's why I asked. And I'm trying to see. And I probably got to do this on another time, too, though, so we can get back into this. That's why I said sometimes we have certain things. I know they're trying to push a narrative. And I hate that the brother got killed. That's that's messed up. She, need to, she do need to go to jail. That's some bull crap. But the point, again, like, you know, people sounded like 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 um damn uh Candace Owens trying to make is like they're trying to highlight and make somebody like put this on a pedestal when they did when they did something really horrific. What about their victims? What about their victims that they did something to? And and going back, well, like I said, uh what they said, he he robbed some lady at gunpoint and some stuff that happened with George Floyd as well. And you can get in that. But here's my thing. I had a situation happen to me some years ago, way years ago. I had aggravated assault on, I had a, a warrant for aggravated assault because I shot somebody. I'm driving, same thing. I got pulled over by the police. I had a warrant for my arrest for aggravated assault for shooting somebody. Now, and they didn't know it, but they had, when they pulled me over, they had seen it and got me and ran my name and said I had a warrant for aggravated assault. So my thing, what if I had got into it? So people go, oh man, you know, hey, they forgot about all this, about this victim that I shot. And just said, "Where well, man, the police shot dude down, man, he shot brother. At the time, I was going by the name Frank. Man, real Frank was cool, man. He was cool in the mud, man. He was a good brother so-and-so, but I shot somebody. Hell, not just one time, several times I had that. So would he forget about that? And so that's what I'm saying. If we forget about the victims who had this, he had a warrant for his arrest for uh, uh, um, robbing a woman. with. And we're going to have to look at the, what the warrant was about. I, I probably We don't know all of this. This is speculation to me is what I'm saying. This is all speculation. To warrant? Me, to it. We want to find out. We're gonna, I'm going to try to look it up, and we're going to find out. The warrant can't mm-hmm. be speculation. 
We're going to find out and see exactly what it want. See, we, they making it like they only pull him over about the tag. That's right, why so I'm, first it's about the I, air freshener. Does he hang from the window? But see what so I'm they saying? They said it's the air freshener. Then she uh, says that they told her it's the tags. Now we got to see what else, right? But then they say he had a warrant. Now, is it true or not that he had a I'm going to look that up about the show. Did his was, do you want to know was it true or not that he have a warrant? His for that? mother never mentioned that. She, she, I mean, he might or he might not. That's what I'm saying. It's it's still speculation they until they, they were trying to that. no tags and no air freshener. That's stupid as hell. Anyway, from air freshener because they make those. If his, if his tag was expired, they're gonna give him a hard time for sure. But they when they run your name and say, well, you got a warrant for your arrest. They pull you over. They have to have proper cause. So they said, baby, proper cause was tags. But then when they pulled him over, they said they ran your name. So yeah, like they said, they pulled me over because it was something I had. It was some tags. I forgot what the hell I did. They pulled me over. And once they pulled me over, they found out I had a warrant for aggravated assault. So it was like, damn, damn, they got damn tags. Hey, you got a damn warrant for your arrest. It happens plenty of times. Certain things that a, a criminal, there's plenty of criminals be driving around this street right now who probably, who murderers, who have done something. They looking for them. They can't find their ass until they mess up and do something else and the police run across. You. You're right. You're right. Driving down the maybe, street. Maybe that was a, something. A tag out, his light out, and they pull his ass over. Hey, you wanted in, like he, he come from Philadelphia. He was hiding down here in Memphis. Now he driving with a car. This will happen at night. The headlight out or he get ready to turn he didn't put his signal out and there it go Boop, police pull him over uh excuse me sir well we need you to step out of the car what was wrong what's going on uh you got he already know what's going on uh you got a warrant for your arrest and uh two murders in philadelphia we you know so on so and so <laughs> but if, if it was a tail light and shit like that that yeah. gave them proper cause to pull him over. That's why I told right. you. So he he me. may he may very well have had a warrant, but at the same mm-hmm. time, if if he did find out, oh, they trying to take me in because of this warrant, he gonna drive off. They not yeah. supposed to shoot him. But now that's what I'm saying. Dead part. I'm not justifying that part. That's what I'm saying. That part is wrong. See, like I said, you gotta understand me again. I be looking at a bigger picture than this, and I'm saying again, it's like when. Like that, what Candace saying, they're highlighting, they're trying to make these people out of like they were so terriers. They was a gift to the world. They was man, they was giving out, you know, like Nino Brown. He was giving out turkeys during the holidays, but look how many people he was he was hurting and humming by selling them right. drugs and but, putting poison. Know, <laughs> just because he give out a turkey at Christmas, that I don't can't mean to him up until we know for sure, right? So, right? I mean, how we gonna? We're not, trying to we're not trying to muddy them up, but we're not trying to make people out of angels when we know goddamn where they're not either. See, that's what I'm trying to well, say. See, see, tell them what they're doing. Like what they're doing is, see, that you got to understand again, it's an agenda they have. It's a narrative they're trying to push. And I understand, I'm not trying to justify the police, but there's a narrative that's going on here. Do we forgetting about, and it's wrong what's done. But if he victimized somebody and they was trying to arrest him for because he victimized somebody by, like they said, George Floyd at the time, they didn't bring it up. They said he beat some woman by the drug. He had put a woman and he beat a pregnant woman about some drugs years ago. And and, and that's a whole other. So I don't want to get into that. But that's what I'm saying. See, even with me, if it was me, if I did the same shit that they was in and they got me. Don't don't come to my funeral line 
And like, man, summer was a good perk, but I was out here. I was beating the shit out of people. I was breaking in your house. I was doing all. Don't come to my friend with lying. Tell me, man, Son Ray was a good dude, man. That brother there, man, he was cool in the mud, man. He ain't doing nothing to nobody. That's a damn lie. I wasn't shit. Excuse my French. I wasn't a damn thing. I was a no good motherfucker. But tell the fucking truth. That's what I'm saying. It's like going to a person funeral line. And that's what they did. They go into their person line. You're making them out because they got a narrative. They got a set. Because they're trying to make this all about police brutality, which in that situation, it was messed up. But right. it, it was it, another it was funeral. Yeah. You're not going to say nothing bad about somebody doing the funeral. You're not. But don't go in that line. See, that's what I'm saying. Don't go in that line and say he's a prince. He's a so-and-so. He was the, the pillow of the community. What? Being being pregnant, women and all that shit, they are pillar of the community. She's just like highlighting the drug. She's just like I said again in the black community. We highlight the drug dealers. We love the dope boys. But the man or the woman out here who have a a a food and clothing drive, who feeding the homeless and feeding these underprivileged people, they don't get no spotlight. Oh, fuck them. Let's highlight the drug dealer. Everybody loves the drug dealer. What Scarface said, everybody loves the bad guy. I don't think it's got face it like that, but everybody loved it. You, you love the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? They love that person. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. right, that's how society as look. They try to make, well, it's corrupt, I mean, as the Holy Quran said, they make evil fair Sometimes yes. you're young, you get involved in something, and then you, you learn from your mistakes, and you try to correct it. And even if he had a warrant, he didn't face it yet, and he was eventually going to have to. So maybe that was the time when he found out that they was going to try to incarcerate him. And he felt it was, uh, how you say, fight or flight. And he decided to flight. And he almost got away. Yeah. And he would have had to go back and face that. But he would have rather have done that with his parents by his side because he's so young. He's a 19, 20-year-old kid with two, with a kid. And that's all he knows. I mean, he just got out of high school a year ago, two years ago. He's still fresh from just, you know, being a young boy. So we don't think of that. We think of these young people when they do stuff that they got the maturity that we have. No, because when we was their age, we did little stuff, and we felt like, no, ain't you're not locking me up either. And we might do something like that because we're only 20. We might pull away from the cops, too, when you're 20. Cause you like no man, this is crazy. I'm, I'd rather not this happen right now. I'm out of here, and then you gotta go back and deal with it, cause they're gonna follow you or chase you, and then he trying to get home more than likely. Oh yeah, well let me hurry up and get to my dad or my mom, and then when the cops come, at least I have my parents, cause if you that young, all you know is your parents, and that's your help, that's your lifeline, that's all you know. So you want your parents there by your side. You don't want to be going, you know. You're 19, but if you're 19, you 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 technically in America, you're grown. You get the hell out of my house when you're 19 years old. You're grown, so we can't use that him being a child. Then see, when is it that we stop using this excuse? They're just young. They don't know any better. That I tell you what, when one of these children, and I'm not trying to justify no no children getting killed. There's certain there is certain standards where we have to say, well, they're young, they don't know any better. It is true, but when I bet you, when one of these young teenager dudes out here 
thug female, put that pistol in your mouth, rob you, or do something to one of our family members, let's see the one, let's see the, the same people holler. Well, they just young. They didn't know no better. They ain't going to say that shit when they, when these young Jews victimize somebody in the family. All that they young, they this, that, that it's shit. It's still going to be the truth, though. It's still going to be the truth. Even though they did something dumb. It's still going to be they young and dumb. People ain't going to look at that shit like that. But that, but see, that's a point. Sometime again, we justify wrong doing. We give justification to bad behavior. Some people, like you, there's, there's certain things you don't understand. But there's something you fucking know better. Your parents know, told you you know better. They teach you that real, you real young. Don't be stealing. Don't steal from nobody. As you talk that shit at an early age. So when you go out and put a pistol on somebody, you 19 years old, 18, come on, you know better. Your parents told you when you was a youth, it don't belong to you. Leave it alone. That's not yours. So you mean it that they taught you that shit, you probably about as soon as you could be able to speak almost or start walking, they start teaching you that. That's if you get some home training. So you know damn well when you're 19, you show up no better. You don't pull no pistol on nobody and take their stuff. So we know better. Certainly we know better. We, uh, we uh, chop right, it up because we're 19. But not just to find again that she, they, they need to charge her to the fullest extent, though, for that bull crap. That's why I said again, you're supposed to, she's supposed to have been the professional you're trained. That's what you go to training for. That's what you do. So how in the hell do you tell my you thought that was your taser? And that now so get hit our ass to the fullest extent. That's what I'm saying on that. But I'm just saying with the other stuff, how they're trying to portray something that's not there. That's all I'm saying. Well, well, yeah. Don't you know, line. You know, I, I just think that if it did happen and he pulled a gun on somebody it had really nothing to do with anything other than what they found out he had a warrant for what you call an aggravated assault they're not going to have all of the things that happened during that assault on there they're just saying he's wanted on this warrant for an aggravated assault that's all they know they don't know everything that happened they don't know he pulled this gun or that gun they know what aggravated assault is but they don't know the stipulations of that. So that goes out the window. It doesn't matter that he uh, had a warrant. You're not supposed to shoot him in that in that case. So, I mean, the saying. taser, the taser, because he's trying to flee in that, a taser would have been good. If she called a taser, okay, now you detain the yeah. guy. You got him from fleeing. But that would have been it. Now you done messed up. You don't use the daggone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, now she's supposed to have supposed been tasing him because he's trying to flee. Yeah. But she's claiming that, you know, she thought she was trying to get the tasing she shot him. I'm not saying that. I ain't I ain't defending her in no kind of way. But I'm just saying, like I said, again, let's stop lying about a lot of shit. See, somebody's a nice guy and this nigga don't, he don't, I mean, he, was, he was a good guy. He was a good young boy, man. Don't beat every goddamn body in the whole neighborhood. He goes, oh, he was a good guy. He loved women. No, they didn't, no, they didn't say that about him. The people that said stuff about him. I'm not saying him. Check it out what I'm saying. We don't go around talking about somebody, this guy, he, he loved, he got respect for women, and he don't rape five women in the motherfucking neighborhood. Tell that fucking lie. 
And but don't you ain't gotta go to the printer and just put that out there like that. But don't go in that line on him trying to clean it up like he was the standard bearer of the fucking community when he wasn't. Okay. Just, oh, I'm just, just go just utilize and just I mean you eulogize and say, okay, such and such a this and that. You ain't gotta throw all in there. Well, he robbed it. If he yeah, hadn't been out here but, robbing, he wouldn't have been dead. You ain't gotta go through that. But just I, not highlight bad behavior and make somebody out to be something they really wasn't. That's all. Well, I, when, when, Sharp, when, when Reverend Sharpton said that he was the prince and that, he said that they had to stop traffic uh, over here, all over. You couldn't go nowhere because the prince was, was here having a funeral or whatever like that. I mean, the way he said it was better than how I'm describing what he said about him and all. Like, so you would appreciate it more coming from him. He said it him. Him and that ambulance chaser, that ambulance chaser, uh, uh, what's that oh, he fool? Got that? He got something for you. He got something for you right there at the funeral. He got something for you. You need to watch Al that funeral. And Ben yeah, Crump, yeah. ambulance chaser. You, yeah. you can expect okay. for them to say this shit. As okay. soon as somebody comes out of police, here come the ambulance chaser, Ben Crump. So you know automatically they're going to say that bullshit, no, bro. No, he, he, he got something for you right there at the funeral. So when you, when you come with that, he got something for them people at the funeral who say that about him. If, right, Charles Manson had right a shot by, if Charles Manson was black and got shot by the fucking police, Al Sharpton and Ben Crump would have been there and they would have said oh, some nice man. things about Charles Manson. Oh. So, hell. Oh, I'm just... Son, I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I, I'm the wrong you one. Know, I ain't if Charles Manson would have been black and did the shit he did and the police shot him down, they they did they did they did that damn it said the same shit for Charles Manson. Oh no, nah, they don't get they don't defend everybody that's wrong. They on the on the side of the stuff that's right. No, they don't. No, no, no. But I gotta get my tail We already right, off the air. Yeah, we go. Hey, I'm gonna look this stuff up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find this stuff tonight. I ain't doing. I'm gonna get off here and I'm gonna find and see exactly what it. And it's not that you know the the, the um the uh what you call it put the brother in, in a bad light, but it's just you know like I can say y'all got some people to understand. They they got to understand that when some race say something, I'm looking deeper into something. I ain't sugarcoating. I ain't scratching the surface. I'm looking deeper into something and just say, hey man, we gotta insert things again. We have to take, um, we have to look at this type of stuff, man, and say, hey, like I said again, what if our behavior, again, like I talk about the decision-making class, if this situation, if if I hadn't have done this, 